Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? Do I have any freaking game? Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250, 930. You can find us online, PR927FM.com and watch the show and be a part of the show on facebook live and youtube what is on your mind on this thursday let us know and we may discuss it here on the program coming up on today's show we will talk to justin bear ecu marketing he will join us to let us know the timeline of events going on at daddy ficklin stadium this saturday uh flyover uh other presentations all that we'll talk to justin bear at 340 about all the details this weekend another home game home game four of four in september at daddy ficklin stadium to start this 2022 season at four o'clock we'll dive into the x's and o's of the game with kevin monroe from the pirate sports network color analyst former east carolina corner he will join us on the show to give his thoughts on the pirates through three weeks and also what to look forward to against navy jeff nadu has rode with the pirates every week so far Will he continue that in week four? Pirates a 17-point favorite against Navy. East Carolina 3-0 against the spread. We'll talk some gambling, some numbers with Jeff Nadeau coming up at 4.30. And touchdown, Tony Collins will join us coming up at 5 o'clock. We'll talk ECU, NFL, and everything in between. We've got our flight by Yingling practice report coming up throughout today's show with comments from Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick, and Blake Harrell. Shirley Rhodes is here. CJ Schaefer, Chan Man over there, and to my left, Troy D. Hello, folks. What's up, Clip? 92 degrees in the greater Greenville area on the last day of summer. Why are you wearing a long sleeve shirt? It's a great question. One, I thought it might be you guys keep it a little colder in the studio at times. And I just came from Parker's Barbecue for lunch, uh, where it's always like an icebox. Makes sense. So I did pull a. Hold on. You so, came from Parker's Barbecue for lunch. From lunch. Yeah, what did you there. eat for dinner last night? Parker's Barbecue. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> be asked if I'm I guess beach season's over. You're just going to get fat. <laughs> it's, it's that All that hard work going yeah. down the drain. I know. Thanks to Parker's I, Barbecue. I got six months till we get back to uh, Beach Spot again. But no, so we had a great dinner last night with Holt Nailers and uh, the offensive line. It's the first time I've really seen these guys up close, you know, because a lot of, they don't bring the offensive line out as much for the media just because they're more behind the scenes guys you know they're they're your you know the hard hat and lunchbox guys you know they just get the work done the one offensive player we heard from this week was offensive lineman justin red but i see your point but you know what i'm saying regularly but i i don't get to see them up close all the time good dudes big humans big noah is a beast uh but anyway so we had a great dinner parker's provided uh dinner for everybody and uh, it was a lot of fun. And then we had our, uh, a men's group, a luncheon that I'm involved with that just happens to meet at Parker's also. So Not yeah. a bad spot to meet. No. Right. So we had the, meet uh, a little, little, little banquet there. And, uh, yeah, so 
that's why I'm wearing this because I knew Parker's would be cold. We'll be enjoying some Parker's barbecue coming up Saturday yeah. during the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. If I come here after the game, then it could be eat some leftovers. Might as well at this point. Be a three-peat. Keep it going. Yeah. Great thing about Parker's, too, if you do go multiple times a week, you can have a different uh, dish every I, time. I've said before, uh, the shrimp burgers are great. Remind you of the beach. They've got a great shrimp burger. Don't sleep on it. Uh, they've got a great chicken sandwich. With the, with the homemade cut and breaded chicken tenders, all white meat chicken, very huge. You've had that before, Chandler. Mm-hmm. I know you're a big fan of that. A um, lot of different options other than just the traditional chicken and barbecue. No doubt. Chicken on the bone and barbecue. Chandler, uh, I want to say congratulations to you, sports trivia champion last night. Oh, man. First time in a long time. And I asked you when I got here, I asked CJ, who's been a winner multiple times uh, on a victory Thursday. I said, is this how it feels? Because it feels great, and I actually it feels better when you don't even know that you were in the running to be in first place. Because I went up there for the final question, and he counted off the correct answers that I had, and he said, all right, you guys won it. I said, we won the whole thing. That's just a lesson to everyone out there. Don't look at the scoreboard. Just keep playing. Just keep yeah. going. Keep fighting. Keep and playing. That, as Jimmy V said, don't give up. And that's what I told my my partners on 100% because it seems like the third round is where we plunder, is where we kind of choke. And, Instead, you pillaged. And uh, I told them, I said, let's not even pay attention to uh, what the score is at each at the end of each round, and it worked out. Also yeah. reminds me of another saying, trust the process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you, you just kept on playing, let Clip handle the process, yeah. and trust him, mm-hmm. and look who won. So what if he has to manipulate the numbers and take away points from other people you trusted the process I trusted the process you won. the standard is the standard yes all right east carolina do your job that's right how many cliches can we get in in one segment uh how you feeling about saturday troy man i tell you what i am feeling good i'm feeling good clip i'm feeling and actually i'm feeling a lot better about the outcome of this game than i probably was preseason let me say that and I also am feeling better physically than I thought I would be at this point preseason. Because this is going to be week four of four free boot Fridays, four UBE Pirate previews, four tailgates, four games, four post-game college. This is a lot on a home game weekend. We've done it, and we've done it together, folks. We've done it as a nation, the Pirate Nation. Four weekends in a row, unprecedented, never has happened before. I don't care how old you are. In the history of the program, you can be 100 years old. We've never had four weekends like this in Greenville, North Carolina. It's taken a toll. I've talked to a lot of people in the community, but they have together stuck through it. And after this Saturday clip, we have done it. And we will make it to October together. And we as fans can rejoice in that. And what I think will be a 3-1 and one should be 4-0 and oh record. And the Pirates have come out in big numbers. Record-setting crowd week one. Took a step back with some weather, perhaps in the area week two. But, man, a great crowd last week. That crowd last week. Yeah. Expecting exactly. another one uh, coming up this Saturday with what should be a good weather day. Looking like a uh, low in the morning of 47 degrees, clip, but a high of 76. Oh, that's beautiful. So it's a uh, ideal tailgating weather, yeah. football weather. Ideal weather for just about anything. Puts a smile on my face. Yeah. You going to the game again? Uh, I think I'm going to sit this one out. Okay. Chandler will be there. All right. In my stead. Sounds good. 
So, uh, yeah. Um, you're going to be there? Forward to it. Yeah. You're going to be smiling? <laughs> we'll be, I'm always smiling. He's so. going to be all smiles. Always smiling. So. Old Smiley McGee. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kenny Curlins keeps serving up those Kenny Curlin crushes. Be smiling. Okay. Yeah. All right. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, I will. Um, pay, here's the other rule of the tailgate pace yourself. It's a it's a six hour deal. If you get out there at noon, you don't need to dive in the deep end in the first hour. Yeah, pace a six yourself. hour deal and then a three and a half hour game. I mean, yeah. we're talking about an entire day. Yeah, and then you get started like I get started a couple hours beforehand. So I mean, it, it's a it's a twelve hour day. You know, there might be some people out there that learned their lesson in the past couple of weeks with these six o'clock kickoffs that yeah. are going to try to do that, try to drink responsibly. You've got take, to. Yeah. Yeah. Got to pace yourself. Mike P says the tailgating strength and conditioning coaches in Greenville, i.e. the bartenders, have prepared us for four straight weeks. Of Pirates days. are built for this. Pirates are built for this. And thanks to ECU baseball making it to a super regional, we went through that hectic yeah. week and a half yeah. of baseball in Greenville. This has been a hell of a year between the baseball regionals, between this homestand for football. I feel like we can do anything at this point. We're unstoppable as a fan base. How many other fan bases can say that? None. Zero. None. Uh, you said it's the first time ever, uh, the four-game stretch to start the year at home. Mm-hmm. Is this another first ever, Troy D? Will this be the first time? First time in my lifetime. First time ever East Carolina wears white uniforms at home for a game. I feel like LSU. Um, and white helmets. They haven't done it in five years. I'm talking about, I'm, okay, let's get to the ever part of it, though. White jerseys at, at home. home. Ever. Yeah, I thought... Now, I don't know. I'll have to ask Justin about that, maybe, if he has the reason. Or I'd have to look at maybe ask Malcolm Gray. I don't know. I thought we've – have we not worn white jerseys before at home? Ask Tony Collins in the 5 o'clock hour. Ask Tony Collins in the 5 o'clock hour. If he says no, then probably never. We wear purple at home and uh, outside of that, black. black. We've wore black, yeah. And that's it? Yeah, maybe I'm thinking white pants. Well, you're definitely yeah, going white pants. Yes. Worn white pants. But you're talking about white tops is what you're specifically talking about. I think everybody but you understands what I'm I just right want now. to dumb it down to make sure everybody, even Flat Stanley, understands. I think he got it five minutes ago. Um, white unis at home. Yeah, I, I feel like we have before, but maybe not. And not just white yeah. unis, all white unis. Now, I will say this. I was a little critical Monday when you broke this news clip to me that we were having a whiteout. Which you're I'm critical like, every week when you're told what to wear. Why must they tell us what to wear? Yes, that is you. Was that was that your Troy D? Yeah, a little bit. That was all right. Oh, okay, all right. So I was but are you changing your tune? <laughs> no. Here's what I was going to say. An addendum to that little bit of a rant. It wasn't a rant. I just I wasn't thrilled about a whiteout. Let me just say that. And I've already worn white twice. It's untraditional. I've worn white already. Like now you're telling me to wear white. I don't know if I want to wear white. So now you're doing it again. All right. Sorry. You, you guys gaslight me sometimes, and I buy, I buy into it. All right. I wanted to say, after thinking about it, and after talking with some of the players last night about their thoughts and opinion, after asking my twin boys who are 14 what they thought about it and their friends think about it, guess who loves the idea? You're so the, easily Hold swayed. on. The players like it, which matters to me what they think. I know. I said that on Monday. 14-year-olds love it. Tyler and Bryce both unsolicited brought it up to me, Dad. Have you seen they're going all white? Have you seen these helmets? Yeah. These helmets look sick. This looks fresh. This looks crisp were the adjectives I got from them. And I said, well, if they think that, 
all their buddies think that. And what are we trying to do? We're trying to recruit more fans to the Pirate Nation. Even if they're younger fans, welcome aboard. That's how you get older fans. So I'm changing my tune, Clip. What a break. I'm all in on the all-white. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news, Let's folks. go all-white all season. Breaking news. Old man doesn't like things <laughs> that are cool to young people. Wow. No, I'm yeah, saying really I like I've changed my tune. I'm in. I know. You were swayed yes. by people who think it's cool. I, I've, I've gone for feedback. I've gotten that feedback, and I let that feedback affect me in a positive way. All right. That's how people should be, right? What if the world of politics was like that? You have interaction with people, people sway your opinion, and you can see things from the other side. That's how I am, Clip, because I'm an independent thinker. I'm not told what to do. I want to get both sides of it and then decide what to do. Great. And after getting both sides, I'm all in on the whiteout. Let's go white. Awesome. So you're wearing white? Probably. All right. Good to hear. Good to hear. Most got likely. Some, got some great array. Depends what, depends what gets done in the wash in the next couple days. We have of a great array of A lot of, of that could be laundry related. radio shirts yeah. that you could wear. Speaking That's of true. laundry, why is East Carolina wearing white this weekend? It has to do with Navy's request. The answer is laundry. Because Navy... Navy requested that we I was curious, white. curious about this. I don't understand why. How Did they do you play get Air Force? the answers to questions you don't know? You, you, you put it on the question. Yeah. And you get answers. And I got answers from... So I, I heard they're playing Air Force now. Well, I'll let you speak. Well, I heard it's tied into that. but No, nah, you go ahead. So it must be have to do <laughs> with the running short on time. Could be. But we'll let you All go. Right, no, go ahead. I was just setting you it up. You sure? I was setting it up for you, Clint. I was getting to I was set it on a tee so a, you could... Oh, yeah, it was already on the tee. You're welcome. You knocked it off the tee. Threw it over the fence, <laughs> and now I'm chasing it to get back here. Get it back on the tee to well, reset what I'd already started to say. Well, that's a great analogy, but not appropriate in this situation. <laughs> All right, balls back on the tee. Here, let me soft pitch it for you, Clip. Why are we wearing white this weekend? Laundry. Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Yeah. Because previously we were talking about laundry. I had a great segue into this. I, we were talking about my laundry. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. Could dictate and I, I segued into it perfectly. All right, let's yeah. pick it up from there. All right. Let's go back in time. Okay. So, East Carolina was asked if they could wear their white uniforms by Navy because Navy is playing Air Force next week. What does that have to do with anything? That great was the question. question I had. Correct. What's the correlation? What does it matter? I don't understand. Uh, I was told by sauces close to the situation. What type of sauce? Uh, these are hot sauce. All right, hot they, sauce. They know the uh, they know the info. Yeah, that's that, a good. Uh, so someone on the inside's a hot sauce. That the Navy equipment truck has to leave early next week for Air Force. Mm. It would be tough to get away uniforms cleaned and ready in time for them to leave because the truck has got to drive from here or. Or Annapolis, Annapolis to Colorado. To, yeah, to Colorado Springs, <clears throat> Colorado, home of the Air Force. That's a long drive, by the way. But this is very strange to me. So they way they already packed the. So I don't understand the white. So if we wear white, they wear colors, and that means they wear white on the road. They don't have to wear their white. To, They're going to have the white uniforms ready to go for already next week. packed. Yep. Okay, so maybe the truck leaves from here. To, to Colorado Springs, they already got the white jerseys packed. I guess, but like we've won, we've wore purple jerseys every, and I get we're at home, but like it's a, it's a weird request. Like yeah. if this was what any, if we said no, yeah, and we would could say I think the home team decides. I guess what color they wear, and then the of course they do. Yeah, the road the, the team wait. doesn't pick the jersey, right? Correct. Um, Very nice of ECU to this accommodate is Southern Hospitality, the Naval Academy. If now I'm not saying we shouldn't, but I was just saying maybe. 
we should decide. And I wonder if it's because it's Navy that we do this. If this was another school. If this was NC State saying, you know what? Exactly. That's a great point. Can y'all wear white? Because we want to wear our red jerseys. Yeah. And we want our fans to see us in red. Yeah. And we're going to wear our red helmets. And we want our red out. The answer better be hell no, right? Yeah. So it's Navy. Maybe that's why. Probably. Can you imagine a team, any team, asking Nick Saban, Hey, Nick, instead of wearing your traditional uh, crimson jerseys... Let's, let's do a role play. I'll be Nick Saban, you ask. Hey, Nick. Quit asking. <laughs> I said I was going to be Nick Saban. <laughs> you jumped all over it. <laughs> Boy. So quit asking. Hey, on this show, we don't jump over other people. Yeah. Oh, I had to get back at you, Troy. Okay. So stop asking. Shame on you for doing the same to Clipper. Everybody talks at one time. Um, hey, Nick. This is Jimmy Bob Ryan from Middle Tennessee. How you doing? Doing good, Jimmy. Uh, Jimbo Fisher. Can you put Nick on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. What do you uh, need? Wrong number. Hold on. <laughs> what, what? Uh, Jimmy, what do you Sorry, need? I have the wrong number. Jim, Jimmy, what do you need? <laughs> I want to talk to Nick Sabus. <laughs> this Nick. Okay. Nick, is something wrong with your phone? You got bad service in Tuscaloosa? It's been a long season. (laughs) All right. Nick, we got these sweet blue uniforms that we want to wear, and we have a huge matchup with uh, Tennessee Chattanooga next week, and we want to wear our other unis. So can we – just a simple – simple question here. Can we wear our blue and you guys wear white this weekend? No. So quit asking. All right. Good payoff there. There you go. There it is. Yeah. I don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze on that one. I don't but sometimes we should role play this pre-show. Point being, yeah. uh, this is an odd request. I Very think. odd. And I if it's another team and other schools, I don't know if it gets granted. I but, agree, hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm, you know, and look, I give ECU credit. They said, okay, well, we're white, and they're making the most out of exactly. it. Exactly. White out in white helmets. And if we win, it'll be great. It'll be cool. And if we lose, I am telling you, burn the white helmets. If we lose this game, I never want to see these white helmets again. Okay. I'm going all in on this right now, but I want a caveat. And that caveat is, if we lose the game, I never want to see this team in white helmets again. If we've got a deal on that, then I'm all in. I I like your first point, that we are making the best out of the situation and doing something cool with it. And I like that. I think it's, yeah. uh, it's going to make for a neat scene at Dowdy Ficklin. I think the players are going to look good. Look good, play good, feel good. And I also have thought about the, uh, the worst possible outcome of this and the meltdown from Troy and people like Troy. <sighs> Who are already have negative feelings towards the white helmet. Yeah, I can hear the calls right now because I'll be one of them. I was about to say. (laughs) Smash the helmets out of here. (laughs) What you just said earlier is what we will hear from many callers. Burn the helmets. Yes. You've heard burn the helmets? We're going to burn the helmets. That phrase will be said many times. No more white helmets. Close the deal. Do what you're supposed to do. You're a 17-point favorite. Let's go out there and act like it. Let's get out of September 3-1. and And I'll ease off the white helmet nonsense. Wouldn't be the first time we burned a uh, a uniform well, piece. Well, I've never seen the yellow jersey since. <laughs> exactly. And I thought that was the right move. Those things were disgraceful. We played disgraceful, and we haven't seen them since. And if that's what, you know, I'm hoping that's not the case this weekend. I'd love to see the white helmets again because that means we won. Yes, sir. All right. All right. I just want to clear the air on that. I'm not hoping to burn anything. But if we have to, I'll build a bonfire. 
Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll have more on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. What are you wearing to the game? Are you wearing white? Well, I, I think hell no. I think it'll be split. I don't think everyone will be in white, Cliff. I guarantee everybody won't be in white. What will you wear? I'm not going to the game. Oh, if I'm, you were, what would you wear? I'd wear a white T-shirt. All right, Pirate yeah, Radio shirt. What are you wearing? <sighs> I gotta find. I, well, I got plenty of white Pirate Radio T-shirts. Yeah. So I might have to rock with that. Simple. All right. Easy enough. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday after this. to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. we got Justin Bear, ECU Marketing, joining us later this hour. We'll talk about the timeline of events coming up on Saturday. Been a busy time for Justin. Eric Ward went to Virginia, and Justin Bear had, was previously with ECU Marketing, had taken another job outside of that, and uh, is now in the big chair. So kind of slid yeah. back in under the radar. We'll hear, talk to him. Hear that job's real bear. That was just in time, Troy. Uh, Kevin Monroe coming up at 4 o'clock. Jeff Nadeau, 430. And touchdown, Tony Collins out of the Pirate Radio tailgate zone yeah, on Saturday. Uh, he'll be making, I uh, understand, an appearance again this weekend. Just don't touch the shoulder. Just don't touch him. Yeah. yeah. Tony's not, he's untouchable. Like, literally, <laughs> we don't want you to touch him. Do not touch. Look, yeah. but don't touch. And hey, I won't be here because I've got a uh, commitment with my son's football team today. But can you ask Tony? Uh, we're gonna have to give him a new nickname, Halftime Tony. Ooh. Oh boy! I am a little disappointed in Tony. No, he didn't. Provided him front row tickets, all expense paid trip to the tailgate and game, and the dude leaves at halftime. Hmm. And doesn't need to. I would have taken him home. Like hmm. I pro- was willing to provide him transportation. Like there was no. You were going to tr- provide him transportation. I'm just saying, whatever he needed, I was. He didn't get say some. he was going to drive. Oh, okay. He huh. said provide transportation. I listen. Tony leaves at halftime, and he does it all the time. Halftime, Tony. Halftime, Tony. It. I don't understand. We got to get him there for a second half. He fits right in with Fairweather Willie Willie Smith, who uh, thought it was going to sprinkle, so he didn't go to week two. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we got quite a crew around here. Clip, let me ask you a question. We've been on now close to thirty minutes. Why haven't you asked why people don't like and smash this program? Well, Troy, I thought that... Can I, can I answer can this you for you? breathing so heavy, by the way? All I can hear is you breathing, Chandler. If you could just stop breathing permanently... <laughs> yeah, at least all, let me just sit here and die. <laughs> could you, you do us like a favor? Right? Off the microphone if you see me turning blue, it's because <laughs> I was told by my boss to quit breathing. <laughs> all I hear is... <laughs> <laughs> like, you're a heavy... No, breather. you've made me mad with that <laughs> stupid question. 
Here's I'm gonna answer it for you. It was Clip's we, question, and you're hijacking. I want Clip to answer first. Troy, somebody asked me a question on Facebook, and you hijacked it immediately. Which one? Never mind. All right. Uh, the I, and you answered like it was. Should you start Tom Brady or Justin Fields? Oh, right. Why is that even a question? That's a dumb question. Of course, start Justin Fields. <laughs> Brady's really struggled. <laughs> All right. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. You answer the question. We want to see if these people have learned a lesson. We. <laughs> hey, excuse me. Can you quit breathing? Oh yeah. Sorry. Stop. Like don't even breathe no more. Sorry. Stop it. That's on me. My bad. But we've done this enough, where people should know the like. We're testing the people. Yeah. We shouldn't open the show. We want to open the show with the I'm great show that we have. Stuff. We want to we want to open the show highlighting the great job, Troy. I, that, see, that's beautiful. See how many likes are coming up there? Yeah, that's me. That, yeah, that's great. I shouldn't have to like myself. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> nobody likes you more than you. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Yes. But Maybe we shouldn't the, open the show saying like, like the show. No, we're going to tell you what's on the show. We've done this enough now that people should... That should be the first thing they do. I'm moving over to love, not just like. Do it. Ooh. Do it. That would be great. Those hearts are pretty when they But now that up. you've mentioned it, Troy... And you guys make me care. Now that you've mentioned it, Troy, looking at YouTube, we have 13 more watching than we do that has likes. That is despicable. That's disgusting. Yeah. Mm, that's sad. So I'm that's glad you sad. brought it up. I, you know what? We gave the people 30 minutes to see if they could... You know, do this simple task. Do we have to hold your hand? Do we have day? to? You know what? I was going to say something. Wipe your own, you know, for you. <laughs> do we have to do that? Go back to your heavy breathing. <laughs> do, we, do we have to breathe your oxygen Come on, heavily folks. into it's the microphone? Come on, little butt cheeks. I, thank you. <laughs> it's been 30 minutes, and we're going to tell you. I, look, I'm going to set. It's been a while. Been a while. We're, we're at 12 likes. Let's get. Let's get to 35. Yeah. 35 Frank Thomas. 35 Frank Thomas. Big hurt. Frank the Tank. The big hurt. Smash the like. Smash the sub. Let's go. All right. Thank you for asking that question, Troy. You're welcome. And uh, I thought Chandler answered it pretty well. Yeah, nicely done. Another reason is we had to talk laundry. We had to talk whites. We did. Uh, I thought that was a good breakdown of why we're wearing what we're wearing when we're wearing it. (laughs) I mean, and you just don't get that anywhere. We got the who, what, when, where, why. Well, people are fascinated by uniform talk and i had a this legit, legit question this was legit uniform talk i didn't understand the reasoning now i kind of do it still doesn't make total sense to me but yeah. tis what it is uh let's see coming up tonight by the way we've got thursday night football here on pirate radio and uh, nfl we'll get to that in a moment but i don't know if you've noticed troy college football has been absent on thursday nights the last two weeks and um, uh it has returned this evening i have not noticed because i've been busy you know, in JV football. Oh, that's right. Football night. night for you. So it is football night uh, on the South Central. If you're in Winterville, by the way, come on out to South Central tonight. The uh, 4-0 Rose Rampants taking on uh, the South Central. God, I just want to blank on their name. The uh, Thurbird. Uh, Falcons. Boom. Yeah. Falcons. I can go uh, on taking my on deck Falcons. and hear the band playing, Troy. Oh, so yeah. I am within band distance. Now, will they have the band for the JV game? Good question. Do they have a JV band? I don't know. Do not That's know. a great find, question. Find out Thank you. A lot of great Put questions it out today. there. Somebody will answer it. This will, this will not be my first visit to South Central. This will be my first visit to South Central's uh, football facility. All right. I have been before. Wonderful facility there. Looks like every other high school football field. Yeah. In, Still uh, kind of I would relatively new. Yeah. It is the newest, yeah. probably freshest amongst right. the Pitt County schools. Yeah. Uh, tonight, West Virginia at Virginia Tech. We'll talk about this with Jeff Nadeau later. 
15, 20 years ago, huge matchup, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, an afterthought. Doesn't matter at all. West Virginia, Virginia Tech. You're talking about two programs that have fallen. Those two have fallen. You go from Pat White to whoever now? From Tyrod Taylor to whoever now? I I think it just goes to show you how hard it is to stay good and relevant in the world of college football. I mean, look at Texas A&M. I mean, these schools have the money and resources. I mean, South Carolina's similar deal. Like, not everybody can win clip. Coaching matters, yeah. and West Virginia Tech has a first-year coach. West Virginia is probably ready to trade theirs in already. So uh, that is coming up tonight, 7.30 ESPN. Coastal Carolina undefeated at Georgia State. Also Chattanooga at Illinois. We will have NFL football for you here on Pirate Radio as the week gets started with C.J. Steelers taking on the Browns. Troy, did you watch Thursday Night Football last week? Uh, no. Actually, I'm going to start listening to it on Pirate Radio because that's about the only place I can get it. And <laughs> so all of a sudden, that game is more valuable yeah. uh, because you've got to go online and have Amazon Prime. That's correct. Which I do not subscribe to, although I could probably borrow someone's sign-in log- login information. But I didn't want to see the game bad enough. I will need to do that when the Bears play on Thursday night in a few yeah. weeks. So, uh, I think the Bears play the Redskins. Is it the, the Commanders. Redskins? I'm sorry. Com- the Commodores. The Commodores. Commodores. The Commodores. There, that's a Thursday night game, I believe. Ten thirteen would be October thirteenth, which is on a Thursday night. Yeah, coming so up. So maybe next we month. could, uh, maybe we could get a. Uh, mm? Mm? Maybe we should watch that game together. Do you have Prime? <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I do. Okay. Uh, yeah, but how about how about this? How about this? How about post game? Uh, JH Rose JV. We uh, we meet up somewhere. That's right. Yeah, that's a better idea. We could go. You know, you just talked about. Yeah, I need to see. That's right. JV. Yep. Good point. How quickly we forget. Uh, But that game will be over, so they kick off at six thirty. Yeah. Post game at. uh, So we'll go meet up at let's say nine. Yeah. Post game tiebreakers. Watch the first half. Yeah. All right, I'm in. Halftime, Troy and Cliff will head home after halftime. Oh, or or we could do a uh, stay out late. Nightcap. (laughs) Night out after the game. Come downtown and do a fifth quarter. (laughs) <laughs> yeah right depending NFL on NFL style I gotta tell you I don't want to watch that game much less talk about it afterwards what a terrible game to break down somebody hours. has got to win though Clip not necessarily well that's true you can't <laughs> tie could, yeah. and if there's ever appropriate if there's ever going to be a tie yeah. it could be uh, Bears and no Commanders uh, alright let's take a break because Justin Bear is here we'll get some details on the weekend with Justin Bear from ECU Marketing when we return, we're going to bear down. Bear Just down. Bear down, baby. <laughs> Back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go to IT expert since 2006, and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit university.
universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Welcome back in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. We'll talk pirate football with Kevin Monroe coming up at 4 o'clock. The big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports, joins us at 4.30. And halftime, Tony Collins joins us at 5 o'clock. Halftime, Tony. <clears throat> man. I want Seriously, I want answers. All right. And I want to see what is he going to change his behavior. Okay. I'll give him a pass in the last game. Will he commit to staying for the full game? We'll find out. Well, is that, is that... And is he really coming this game? A lot of questions. Uh, yeah, I a lot, have of a lot of questions that you are interested in. Yeah. The other people, maybe not so much. But <laughs> can we get to the bottom of that for me? <laughs> we will, since I won't be here. I'm going to ask. I'm going to do a Troy D and ask yeah. the tough questions. Okay, thank you. And I'm not, I'm going to hold his feet to the fire. Thank you. Fair. All right. Uh, Justin Bear joins us. He is no stranger to Pirate Radio. He has joined us before, uh, talking ECU marketing. He was also on the Hard Knocks recap segment weekly on the Sports Bar a few summers ago. And uh, he joins us now in the Pirate Radio studios. Justin, great to see you, man. Thanks. Great to be back. So, how long were you gone for? Yeah, I made. It, I didn't, I'll be honest. I didn't even realize for a while you were gone, and then they said you were. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, they just promoted him, and they're like, no, he was gone. I almost made it one full year gone. My, I my last game was uh, South Carolina, so September eleventh, twenty twenty one. We had to kick somebody out of town after that game, Troy. Somebody had to pay the price. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. I didn't really leave town, but you know, I was still here. But um, and then I restarted September third. So all right, so you've left the nest, and now you've come back to the nest in a new role. Yes, you're, correct. Do you feel like you you tried to leave, but it just keeps pulling you back in? I, you just it, can't get away. Yeah, I, I tell the story is they kind of reach out to me. They're like, "We're short staff right now. Would you be willing to help on game days? Like get us through. We don't have anybody here that knows anything." And then Greg Pierce asked me. He's like, "Well, instead of just helping on game days, would you just?" want to come back full time yeah. and i was like while you're here yeah while you're here would you just want to do it all the time 365 days a year this would only make sense to people that knew him and a lot of people may not but you're like the new eric ward correct yeah. it's just like what you have on your business card correct yeah yeah yep. in fact underneath well, this name it says the new eric ward and if yep. you could put that on the screen uh cj new eric <laughs> and it would just change his whole name yeah that's uh, an inside joke for about 50 people that probably thought that was funny. But welcome back, uh, Justin. Thank you. It's glad to be back. And uh, you're right. You didn't leave town. You were still here. So yeah. We, uh, we saw you every now and then at Sports Trivia. Yeah. For folks that don't know, let's talk about what your job is right now as director of ECU Marketing and Fan Engagement. Yeah. So I always break it down the simple way is my job is to drive people to the game. And then once they're there, make sure they have a good time. Um, yeah as best i can um you know at the end of the day is we can only control so much um but uh which is similar to what i do i like to get people to the game and then i like to have a good time yeah i mean you really have it the best way yeah i mean <laughs> once you get to the game you're on your own as far as i'm concerned i'm gonna have a good time you're you, you, you pass it off to me I'm a one, one man fan engagement person right yeah. amateur like unpaid position right but you do it but well. then i pass the torch to you once they come yeah, in exactly yeah i do want people to people to attend yeah thank you yeah well we appreciate that troy has opinions on things troy while justin's sitting here because i've given my opinion on the air and i'll do it again but how do you feel about the the music the atmosphere the environment I, at dowdy ficklin stadium i actually i've been uh surprisingly impressed with what's been going on this year and i don't know if that's your involvement in it or i know the still life guys are a little bit yeah. involved in it too and I, I i've liked it i yeah. think it's a good variety let me say um and I, I have not had a lot of complaints about it. Yeah, it's been it's a whole team, honestly. The Still Life guys have been great. They definitely um, provide a big resource to me. And just that it just takes a weight off my shoulders is of having to figure out all the music that gets played. I mean, they just have a whole library that they can pick from. And 
that's their only job For is folks to worry don't about. Don't know their guys are helping to DJ yeah, in correct. the stadium. Yeah, they're the yeah. so they're the DJ. So every music you or most of the music you hear played is is something that they are picking up there. Yeah, so you can focus on other things. Correct. Yeah. So and then we have a, a great staff down in our video production uh, department, uh, mainly Will Bailey. Um, doing all the stuff from the uh, on the video board and then Jared Osmick and his team are also creating a lot of cool stuff so it's a whole it's a whole team and the students get into it obviously in the boneyard but last week was Chandler and I at the game we're looking around they're playing DMX uh, party party up, up or party Par- down party up party up party up clip and there are thank you Troy yeah. <laughs> uh, moms dads folks my age and older dancing singing to y'all gonna make me lose my mind oh, great up one. in here love yeah. that up yeah. in here so you didn't even know the here. song we were talking about yeah absolutely that was a jam from the uh, probably about I'd say that's probably about that's, that's your, years that's, old that's, but that's, that's, that's that, your era Troy yeah that's right in my wheelhouse late 90s and that, that that is kind of national anthem type stuff when it comes to parties yeah, yeah. you know that is everybody too, knows it the words are easy yeah they may not know who sings it but they know yeah. the song it's kind of like Margaritaville to Buffett fans I mean you know do you know who sings it DMX Dude, give me one. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Got something rolling here today. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, uh, everybody seems to... Speaking of that, I'm not saying it's DMX, but working on a... Well, DMX is dead, by the way. Right. Rest in peace. All right. All right. You know how we had a big announcement for Freeboot Friday. If you were bringing DMX, that would be huge. <laughs> no. Are we getting the, the no. Tupac hologram <laughs> at Freeboot no, Friday? let me just say this. Let me just say this. All right. All right. You remember I almost broke the news and it wasn't, the contract wasn't signed. I hate when you bring up stuff and you can't say what but it I, is. No, I'm going to give you a little carrot here. All right. Not All a, right. Not a big carrot, just a little carrot. <laughs> Can I put a little, little right? baby carrot? You're gonna get a little baby carrot, like one of those little ones, like in a salad bar. Can you put some not? ranch on, <laughs> or just a plain carrot? All right. So we had Uncle oh, Cracker oh, here, Jonah. and Thank I almost you, broke the news on Uncle Cracker before we had the contract signed. So I had to take. But you up. didn't, to your credit. All right. I didn't. Usually that would slip out, but we waited. We wanted to make sure we had it done, and it turned out to be an amazing event. I don't yeah. know if you were down. I did not, but I saw the pictures. Like you know, eight to ten thousand people down here was one of the biggest free boots in the history of Free Boot Friday. Homecoming is coming up, I believe, October 15th. That is correct. October 14th, and I got to check the schedule. Maybe our last free boot Friday. I don't know if we're doing one in November or not. So this, it's possible that could be our last free boot Friday. Well, there would be October 21st as well, the following week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So let me just say, maybe not our last, but it, this is going to be, we're going to make a huge effort for homecoming weekend to get a national known act slash entertainer to greenville again okay to kind of like do what we did opening weekend with state not uncle cracker again but somebody that even clip brock might say you know what as soon as i get done with prl i'm crossing the street and i'm gonna go watch and listen Hmm. can you make sure they don't wear blue who's they whoever the artist is since uncle cracker wore red and black oh right uh, right yeah well that's his shirt though like he wears that like every performance don't wear memphis blue is yeah that what you're that's saying? what i was saying correct yeah. and don't sing walking in yeah in memphis <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. it was memphis any of those songs still play uh no the guys we're talking to wouldn't that would not be in the repertoire guys okay guys. so we're, guys so we're talking, talking i'm trying so to leave a, a group guy or guys so it's not a female I'm, I'm not. It's a male group, is what Troy D. I think not, that's what he's saying. No, yeah, so that's I'm not saying. So that. we've narrowed this down to about just a million saying, options. Expe- if we can close the deal on this thing, expect a major announcement soon. All right. How soon? Hopefully within the next, I don't know, week or two. Coming right. up in October, and October's like a week away. Okay. So, 
I'll know more Monday, Clip, when I join you here. Then that was not a great carrot. It was all right. I guess it was healthy for me. Well, I'm just saying we're gonna have a another national recording artist that yeah. people would be jacked up about. Mike P says, "Sounds like Troy is saying the Rolling Stones are coming to reboot." <laughs> Stop me up. All right, so uh, there you go. Breaking news. All right, yeah. well, that's cool. Good to yeah. know that uh, you guys are working behind the scenes on that. Yeah. Could be exciting. I think you'll – and I, Justin, I think you'll like it. Good. So. Justin, when are we going to have, like, a Super Bowl-type halftime show at Daddy Ficklin Stadium for a game? We had Parmalee last I, year. I was going to say that was excellent. Yeah. I didn't right. have, I well, had I'm no- not living in the past, Justin. I'm talking about the future. You know, we're going to keep all of our options open. Okay. Um, if the opportunity presents itself, we'd be happy to have a Super Bowl – halftime performance jj mclam might not be but you know <laughs> yeah grounds crew grounds crew Joey, yeah, yeah. That, that whole group no they not not fans all right let's get into this saturday justin military appreciation day so what all does that entail what will be different coming up saturday? how are you appreciating them so the big thing that we'll have pre-game so make sure you get in your seats early um 20 minutes before the game the golden knights from the army uh will be parachuting in uh, there'll be nine of them wow. jumping in so um, it'll be very cool. Went through a walkthrough with them this morning. So, so we're looking at a 540-ish? Yeah, five, Is that 542. The, delivering the say. game ball? They won't be delivering a game ball, but they'll be jumping in with a bunch of flags. Right. And that's pretty like cool. That. Yeah, it'll be All neat. Right. Um, and if they say 542, that's 542. It's, yeah, yeah, right. It's, yeah. It'll be 542. Yeah. Um, so That does not mean go into the stadium at 542. No, that means either. look up at 542, <laughs> yeah. wherever <laughs> you are. Yeah. They, Good point. They're, yeah. they're supposed to have purple smoke, so you'll see them jumping out of that plane at 542. That's pretty cool. Wow. So, yeah. All right, so then we'll get, we got those guys coming. Yep. Um, we're still – we had a flyover, then we had some scheduling issues <sighs> with the flyover, Uh-oh. but – we may have, we may be able to revive it. It might not be dead yet. Okay. It might not be dead yet. I had so. heard a okay. Well, what was the original flyover agreement? It was going to be uh, four Harriers. Yeah. So that was going to happen. What yeah. happened? Uh, just we, we going to war? I mean, what's the deal? Yeah. What happened? Just some scheduling issues. Um, so I think it was a laundry issue. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> Sorry, they got to be in Russia this weekend. Yeah. Or... No. No. I don't think it was for war. It okay. Just, a... just clear. Yeah. Fine. All right. Yes. But we're going to get another potential flyover. There's a possibility. Would it be Harriers? No. Damn, I love those things. When they fly low, four like that. Yeah. Goosebumps. No. Yeah. So. Will it be Blue Angels? Or Bla- no. I'm predicting Black Hawk helicopters. I'm not exactly sure what it'll be, but we are working on something. I don't want to say what it is in yeah. case it doesn't happen. Will right. it make you lose your mind, lose your mind up in here, up in here? Possibly. <laughs> good to know. Yeah. Good to know. See that tie-in? I just yeah. weaved it right back. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, so, potential flyover. Potential flyover. But potential no flyover. But potential no flyover. <laughs> and what did you call the... Uh, the Army Golden Knights. Golden Knights at 542. 542. So, be in your seats early. Right. Get there early. Um, and then we're going to have some just recognitions throughout the game of different military groups. And actually, something cool that um, we worked with a lot of our campus partners on is these aren't just, you know, you know, guys who are in the Army, Navy, whatever. These are people who are helping veterans and, and different groups so mm-hmm. um there are some regular military members that will be will be recognized but there are um we're trying to work to show that the civilian and the veteran relationship so um, we'll have some recognitions for those as well good stuff justin bear joining us do need to to ask this question while you're here justin okay. uh jay brings it up on facebook live he says last game is the first time i can remember that they only briefly stopped the music on living on a prayer so the crowd only sank solo for a small amount of time. Now, was that a user error, or was that what, what happened, Justin? Operator error. Operator error. So that was a mistake. You like the crowd to sing. Yes. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Operator error. You All know right. what else you also stop? Or don't stop? 
believe in. Correct. Good answer. Jeez, Man, you were on point. We didn't even practice <laughs> that. That's good. This guy's good. Yeah, right. yeah. You should be in marketing. Yeah. During the break, y'all ran over that little no, bit yeah. 10 times. I'm the one that screwed up the setup. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. What Troy, you don't stop yeah. is believing. Very yeah. good. That was pretty good. All right, so uh, there's your living on a prayer. Who's responsible question. for stopping that music? At uh, that it's the DJ at the top. Okay. Still there's a guy. lack of communication there. Yeah, it was yeah. It's, it was his first game run solo. That's all right. So yeah. we, we, we'll work through it. Those are those are teachable moments. Exactly. That's what I always business. I tell my interns. I was like, I don't mind sometimes you make mistakes because you can learn from mistakes. That's right. There's no problems. There's creative solutions. Correct. Justin. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm learning a lot through this, guys. Thank yeah. you. We're here to motivate you, Cliff. Like yeah. Self-help. So I've been hanging out with Ellerby. <laughs> is that why you're reeling off the cliches? <laughs> this, this hour? A lot of, a lot of, I like that one though. No, I've used that twice today. There are not problems. There's creative solutions because you've got to find a solution to a problem. Sounds like it a, you, be sounds like a guy with a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got them, Cliff. <laughs> you've got 99 problems. I, uh, but but Pi Radio ain't one. That's right. Oh man, this guy's on fire. Right Hit me. He we should be our marketing guy. You know, maybe we, us three, should play free boot. And just yeah, talk. yeah. Do a comedy set up there. That would go crazy. Yeah. Well, that would be good. That'd be great. How quickly would they all leave? <laughs> Five minutes? Well, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't show up to begin with. Yeah. What, uh, anything else we need to know uh, different about this Saturday? Uh, nothing different about this Saturday um, other than. Tickets are still available. Tickets are still available. What's the face value of a t- ECU Navy? What is it? Like, uh, 30, I think it's $35. 35? Get okay. in. So, yeah. Um, there definitely are tickets still available. Um, we have distributed about 1,500 to bases and other military groups. So there will yeah. be a good military contingent in, in, in place. What type of crowd? I know the crowd was great for Campbell. It was also family weekend, which yeah. is a huge plus, uh, which really pushed the numbers up. What are we looking at? at I, I think we're going to be in the upper 30s, hopefully so, low 40s. Okay. So kind of similar to Campbell. That's good. Yeah. We'll take we'll take that. I mean, obviously, we'd love to sell it every game, but, um, you know, it's we're getting there. It's not feasible. Right. Not but yet. that's a good crowd. Yeah. Justin, you haven't seen the best football football since you've been here at east carolina when did you first get here 2017 right so it's got to be refreshing for you to see some winning yeah that good football that definitely helps my job a lot um, when the team's winning um so i love seeing good football so that's it's been a nice adjustment how about from your end of things you're talking about troy uh fighting through this four straight tailgate to start the season uh how about you guys you guys have been 100 miles per hour you finally get to ease off the gas next week right yeah it'll be it'll be a nice little break but it's been it's been good it's been fun i mean we've had some great crowds and some great games so um it's been fun but yeah we're definitely but it's a lot for, of work back to it's back. yeah it's a I lot mean, away games are a little bit of a break for a lot of the folks that you see yeah for most of us we get we get a little bit of time off i mean obviously we still have soccer and volleyball going on but it's a it's a lot less going on a lot less coordination going on so and what and i've worked with you in uh volleyball baseball mm-hmm. yep uh basketball yes uh but and so you're kind of you're doing audio video so you got this new system put in like how hectic was that to get all that down who runs I, the ribbon board uh that's will bailey um in our video department um it wasn't hectic at all for me because i started when it was already done uh but i know for the group that was here it was a it was a, br- a brute of a installation but um, they've done a great job, and then the creative and video guys have done an unbelievable job in, yeah. in getting all that creative correct and looking good, and, and they've put a lot of effort and time into that, so yeah. appreciate them. All right, uh, final question. That uh, jersey that the players were reacting to, what does it look like? I have not seen it yet. Here, draw us a picture of it. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I got some inside info on that clip. Here's another Troy carrot. You got another carrot? I got a carrot. <laughs> I'm hungry. But I am not going to be the spoiler on this. I, know, I am I not going to have that on me. I think it's going to be well received. Good. I am very excited about it. Let me say that. 
but I am not going to disclose because I don't want that on my watch. Okay. A younger Troy D would have already put it out there, Cliff. I know. And just well, that dealt with is. that ain't it. Dealt with the consequence. Correct. Nowadays, I try and be a little more thoughtful and intentional about things. I say, you know what? I'm going to let ECU marketing have their day in the sun. All right, we appreciate that. Uh, question from Jay: uh, Spirit towels in the stadium in the near future? Uh, we're going to work on it. We're going to see what we can do. Um, I do think it would be a nice addition to a lot of our color games to throw that in there. Yeah. So. Um, we're exploring options, seeing seeing what those might might run us. See now, like on the whiteout, if we were handing out forty thousand purple towels or gold towels, that would be kind of a cool look. Except it'd be a whiteout, so we'd probably give away white towels. What are you talking? Uh, because about? I was trying to add some color in the stadium. The, the point whiteout. is to have a whiteout. It's painted white. I don't white think out. you understand right. what this is. <laughs> if you have a purple out or a gold out, you would do purple or gold. For a whiteout, you get white towels. I'm, this whole whiteout thing that. is new to me. I don't think Penn State <laughs> ever still, handed out blue towels for a whiteout. on this concept. Wear a white t-shirt or white pants? Or go totally yeah. white. All white. White shorts, white hey, top, we're like, white hat. We're like you like wear white after party? Labor Day. Yeah. You can wear white after Labor Day this like, Saturday. I'm going to get like white slacks, a white button-up, and a white hat and look like I'm going to a whiteout party like well, in Miami. You're still a tan man over here, so you yeah. might want to paint yourself white, Troy, to really fit in. <laughs> you're a little tanner than the I know. Well, it's 92 degrees. I wish I was at the pool right now. Last day of summer. Today is the last day of summer. That's what they tell me. Today's I the thought la- it was, yesterday was the last day of summer. What? <laughs> <laughs> I could be Are wrong. You serious? I could be wrong. But Don't very- tell him that. He's going to freak out. Today's the first day of fall? I believe so. He's going to be depressed. Autumn is here. Today. Well, if it can stay like this for the My entire God. fall, I'll be okay. 92 and sunny. Oh, man. What a way I to thought break today the news. Was the yeah, last I'm, so, I'm sorry to break that to you, Troy. <laughs> I, no, could, I was wondering about I could that. also I, be wrong. There's a, no, there's you a, might be right, because I thought I saw let's see. some of my friends. CJ. They said first day of fall. fall, and I was like, You got oh. it? The tw- Wait a minute, Troy. Oh. Am I wrong? Read it out, Cliff. September 23rd. It's the 22nd today. Is the okay. first day of fall. Troy, you got it. What time? Give it to me. Oh, but. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. New information. Uh-oh. Fall officially begins at nine oh four tonight. Yes, yeah, so this is the last day. So you've of got. So we're, yeah. we're both. You've got. Anyways. You've got about five hours. You got five hours of summer, Troy. <laughs> Don't stop believing. You look a little salty. <laughs> if you leave now, could you make the beach and come back for the football game, the JV game? <laughs> no, I couldn't. But I could make it back for the ECU game. That's. True. I almost. I was so like Jonesing for the beach one day. I almost left here like at three or four o'clock one day, and like went to the beach well, i think it was gonna be on a friday hit the beach that afternoon spend the night get up early do a walk and then come back for our tailgate i came this close clip just to doing a one-nighter there hmm. you could do that this week considering it why not yep all right uh justin good mm-hmm. job thank you wait we got another question okay from charlie with the new ribbon boards and video board, do we have the ability to cut the main stadium lights and turn the stadium purple, maybe at the start of the fourth quarter? No, those those lights are a whole independent system, so we have not we have not gotten to that level of the, the Georgias and the Alabamas with those LED lights. But, yeah. um, but it does affect the lighting in the stadium when you go to with a brighter... Yeah, it definitely it is definitely brighter in that stadium with those ribbon yeah, boards. But oh. you, it, it could be like a poor man's LED system where you go all purple in it and flash the purple. Could. You know? Cool thing from last week, too. I can't remember what was happening, but when the people had their uh, flashlights oh, on yeah. their phones, that was really cool. That was really cool. I would I would love to say that I had 
did that, but I had they just did that on their own. So thank you to whoever yeah. started that. All right. If you want to continue to do that, you have my full support. If we lose in these white helmets, can we commit to burning them after the game in a bonfire-type style party? Um, you'll have to talk to Steve Heinrichs and equipment. Right. I think Steve would probably sign off on that. That's that's a him one, decision. One less helmet he's got to deal with, and then the jinx would be over. We won the last time we wore white helmets. We're 1-0 in our last against, one. Against uh, UConn. <laughs> we're 1-0 yeah. in our last one. Right. Right. In the white Trend, trending the right direction. Yeah. All right. I'm hoping that we're 2-0. and That's Let's hope so. Yeah. Justin, they, do, they do look nice. You honestly. do a good job of, and it's not throwing people under the bus. It's like delegating. Like, when we ask you a question, you know the person's name we need mm-hmm. to talk to to immediately get you out of that question. Yeah. And that's, that's a skill, skill of its own. It's a very political skill. That's, very that's a great job you're doing right now. Thank yeah. you. Yep. You got it. All right. Uh, good luck to your brownies. Thank you. I was going to say, man, tough loss on Sunday, but when it comes to the Browns blowing a 13-point lead in two minutes, that's like the 20th worst thing that's happened in the <laughs> yeah, last... Yeah, I got over it are, quickly. Yeah. Are you from that area? I am. Okay, because I was going to say, that's the only way you probably Yeah, no, I would not. I don't think anybody just voluntarily <laughs> yeah, chooses it's to not do like, that. Like, I get that there's people around the country that gravitate to the Cowboys <laughs> for whatever reason or different, you know, different teams. But I was like, who would ever gravitate to the Browns unless yeah. you had to be born into yeah, that? Yeah, I would. Yep, I yeah. was born into it. CJ, well done yeah, on these. Yeah, I've, I have seen CJ on that lower, this little lower third that he's got there and it's been it's been great well for folks that don't know that are listening on radio we have your name pulled up on the graphic uh justin bear it said ecu marketing a moment ago it's a, it's subscribe to the youtube channel right right here YouTube subscribe to pirate Facebook. Yeah. smash good yeah plug. smash that like nice. plug good plug yeah. uh, yeah, now his title is known question dodger <laughs> that's a great that's a good thing yeah Justin, good to see you, buddy. It's great to be yeah, here. Good work. Welcome Everybody back. come out to soccer tonight, 7 p.m. Oh, yeah. Houston. Houston. Big game. Uh, 250 scarves for the first 250 fans. Nice. So. See, we could have saved those for the football team. The stadium. Let's print just 40,000 more and we'll give scarves to everybody. Are you donating the money for those? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, is this your first official interview since being back? First as... official since my since coming back, correct? Yeah. Yes. This is new title. Yes. Of the new Eric Ward. This is it. Yeah, first one. I thought you did quite well. Yeah. Thank you. You did better than Eric. Thank you. I think you answered like two out of our 47 questions. Thank you. I'm joking. You did a great job. Yeah. Thank you. But you made us feel good about it in the process. And, and, I made, and I made CJ laugh back then. That's really what I came in here for is to make CJ laugh. There you go. Uh, Jay started pulling for the Browns when Ernest Biner well, was there fair. from ECU. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a fair point. That's a legit yeah. Legit reason. Thank you, Jay. And boy, I'm life. sorry you've had to live through all the things that I've also had to live through. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Troy, uh, we'll see you. We'll talk to you Saturday. Yes. By the way, uh, official prediction. Oh, yeah. I feel good about ECU. Uh, 70 points is a lot of cover, but I'm going uh, I'm going 42-14 um, clip. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of points. You've been aggressive on your scores this year, but you know what? ECU, 3-0 and against the spread. Yeah. They have uh, lived up to your expectations outside of a loss week Four, one. 42-14 Pirates, just right. to be specific. There you go. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll talk to you at the tailgate Saturday. See you Saturday. Justin, you'll Thank you, uh, Thank be you. seeing your 40,000-plus uh, friends on Saturday. Yep, can't wait. All right, good deal. We'll take a timeout, come back. Kevin Monroe will be on the call on Saturday with Jeff Charles. We'll talk to KMO when we return Hour 2 Pirate Radio Live after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years, and you can shop online anytime at piratewear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All righty. Thanks to Justin Bear for hanging out. I got to shoot him a text real quick. Shoot him. Because I apologize to Squad Unite Entertainment on YouTube. He called you a coward. He I had a uh, question. And I did not see it while Justin was here. He said, how does he feel about the tiny font end zones? And then he or she said, ask him about the small end zones, you coward. You coward? <laughs> you, you coward? You yellow belly coward? You coward? So I'm gonna, you know what? That's a good question because I wish they would go back to East Carolina in both end zones. So I'm going to text him right now. That's just me. I'm going to say, how do you feel about the tiny font end zones? And see what he says. Uh, so you feel like the letters should be larger. Yes, you coward. What does it say? Pirates? Pirates. We need to go back to the big, or, bright, gold East Carolina. And I think the big dog made this graphic or he photoshopped this into one of the pictures oh, yeah. and said he fixed it and it was the the logo the skull and crossbones logo on each side of the pirates which would fill up the end zone so right now does it say pirates on but in both end zones no it says east carolina and one I oh think. yeah i need to see a uh, stadium shot hmm. i've been there the last two weeks and i don't remember what it looks like anybody oh wow does anybody know absolute coward all right wow i like that cj i like that um wow so how do you guys feel about the tiny font end zones let us know you know what i miss the days of the old font of the east carolina font in gold right in gold outlined in purple purple. uh purple trim yes that was uh i love that look of the the end zones there brings back memories i think fonts in general in the end zone are getting lamer for are we, like, you want to talk about lame are we as a society getting lamer in yes. our font and lazier yes you want to look at have look y'all at, looked at the price of paint lately look at look at carolina panthers end zones you go from big blue and and behind black to just grass and carolina it does panthers. look lame i do oh. i do like the black logo at midfield i think you said you didn't like that right no, I like it. It's see, I like the simplicity of things, but I was just so used to the NFL. When you're at the Panthers and you got that blue color and black as part of it, just to have it in white is uh, pretty lame. I, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, do the Steelers go with um, lines in the end zone, or am I making that up? I think one side has Pittsburgh Steelers and the other has the lines. John says, bring back the borders. The tiny font and pirates in the end zone sucks. All right. Sucks. There you go. We're getting the opinions out there. Did you see the Panthers had their, their end zones in white and their uh, midfield logo in white? Disgusting. Did you see the Panthers suck? 
Yeah. All right. I did see that for the past two weeks. Yep. Good luck this week. Uh, Kevin Monroe saw his NFL team win last week, the did, Dallas Cowboys. Didn't he also play for the Panthers? Uh, he was a Panther at a time. And uh, he joins us now on the Pit Electric Live Line. We'll talk Pirates, Midshipmen, and more. Kevin, appreciate your time as always. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good, Cliff. Hope you are. Yes, sir. Doing great. And uh, looking forward to another ECU football weekend. Navy rolling into town. Before we get there, Kevin, let's look back. And uh, we see, you know, 49 to 10, and East Carolina takes care of business at home, beats uh, Campbell like they should. But Blake Carroll probably sees 300 passing yards on the board, and Campbell getting some uh, some plays here and there. So I guess it depends on your perspective, right, Kevin? I mean, uh, we'll take that performance any day of the week, but still some things to clean up. So, so how do you see it on Saturday night? Yeah, there's no question. And, and that's the, the funny thing is that, you know, you, you go into a game and you're 31-point favorites. And I, I can't remember the last time East Carolina was 31-point favorites. I can remember playing, I think it was Tulane my senior year in 1999, and we were heavy favorites, and we it was homecoming. We won that game like 56 to 14, uh, which was probably the biggest blowout victory I had in my career. But it's it's hard to play when you're favored by that much. I don't care what the situation is because you just know that the team is not better than you, and so you you tell yourself you're going to get up for the game, but you just don't. And so it, they came out, let let them drive right down the field, held them to a field goal, you down three nothing, and then the very next drive. They break a long one, you know, a missed tackle on a pass, and they go for 60-something yards, and all of a sudden they got 10 points, and you're supposed to beat them by 31. You're like, how, how are we going to do this? Uh, but luckily they settled down. The coordinators got things fixed, and uh, and Campbell was unable to put another touchdown in the end zone. So I think they did what they were supposed to do, but you're right. There's some things to clean up, specifically in the secondary, specifically rushing the quarterback, that they can work on, and that way it's not like, oh, you played a game, you won by a lot. Let's move on. No, it's like, no, we got things to clean up. And so that's what the Pirates are working on this week. Kevin Monroe joining us. Kevin, uh, offensively, Holt Naylor, 17 of 20. Doesn't get too much better than that. 263 yards, three touchdowns, had a rushing touchdown as well. And uh, Keaton Mitchell, 185 yards and a score. Rajay Harris found the end zone twice. I mean, everything was clicking on Saturday. That's the way you want it to look. And uh, we'll see a tougher defense this week with Navy. But uh, that that offense was uh, looking pretty the other night, Kevin. They were looking really good. I love to see Keaton Mitchell do what he's supposed to do. Uh, you know, early in the game, it was it was tougher to find things going, but they they quickly got it going, and you know, he breaks a long one or so. And uh, he, all he needs is a, just a little bit of a sliver, and that's what they were able to give him. And then, uh, what can I say about Holton Naylor? That you know, when, when people have negative things to say about Holton, and myself included, it's usually around decision making. And so far this year, he has made pretty good decisions. Even the turnovers he had, like in the state game. They were just bad throws. Yeah. You know, I thought he found. I thought he was towards the right receiver. He just overthrew him or threw it behind him or whatever. So, uh, so far this year, he's making the right decisions, making the right checks. They're giving him a lot of leeway at the line of scrimmage. He's checking in and out of plays. And I, I think there was no better uh, example of that than, than on Saturday and the way he handled that football game and the way he called it and, and all the plays that he got them into. And I, I think it was very, very impressive. Probably one of the best games we've seen him play. Kevin Monroe joining us. It is Navy Week, Kevin, and we've got multiple pages of, of audio here from yesterday's press conferences with Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick, and Blake Harrell. And I think Blake Harrell was asked nine questions, and they were all different questions about the same thing, and that's the option. And how do you stop it? What's the, the main thing? What are the keys? You know, all that stuff. I'm sure he's tired of answering questions at this point. I'm sure the coaches have headaches because they have – 
practice Navy so much, whether it be in, in the offseason leading up to the season. This week, they're ready to get out there and play. But uh, it, it's been a lot of option talk. And, and look, we've seen it in the past, Kevin. Navy has had a lot of success against East Carolina, although the last two years with Blake Carroll, the Pirates have been in the games and won one of those games. So they're, they're big favorites again this week, Kevin. That number 17 was uh, uh, kind of caught me off guard just thinking about the past meetings between these two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were there when they put up 70 on us. So to see the Pirates be a 17-point favorite is a pretty big deal. And, you know, this is this is assignment football week, right? You know, you, you hear that that kind of terminology all the time. But this is that's all it is. You know, the corner is responsible for pitch man. One of the safeties is responsible for pitch man. There might be an outside linebacker responsible for pitch man. There's a defensive end responsible for quarterback. There might be another linebacker responsible for quarterback. And if you do your job, they don't get yard. And there's another linebacker responsible for the dive man. And so – when it, the problem comes when, when people try to do someone else's job. When the defensive end decides, oh, I bet he's going to pitch on this play, I'm going to go for the pitch man, and all of a sudden the quarterback turns it up for 50. That's when you have problems. So if everyone does their responsibilities, uh, this, this offense doesn't work. The, the key to it, though, is that you have a quarterback that makes good last-second decisions, he makes good fakes, and he always makes you think he's doing something different than what he's doing. And so uh, Blake Carroll has seen this before. He's played on a team that's run this offense, so he, he knows all about it. There's no secrets here. It's just how well do they execute it, and, and Navy hasn't been as good this year executing it as they've been in the past. Uh, and, and through you know the two games they've played, I think they've had 121 rushing attempts and eight passes. So they will lull you to sleep, and every now and then they'll, they'll, they'll throw a pass over the top. Yeah. As a cornerback... As a cornerback, you got to you know you got to be ready to come up and tackle, but you also got to be ready for the the face and, and the pass. So it is a tough assignment week for everyone. But if you stick to your assignment, you can stop it. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, Kevin, because every meeting they hit at least one, sometimes two or three big pass plays over the top after eight, nine, ten straight runs. And easier said than done, but you got to be ready for both. And you kind of touched on it there, Kevin, but I was going to ask you about the responsibilities as a corner, as a, a DB, when you face this offense. And, you, I mean, you got to be prepared for it all. Yeah, well, so you're a pass-first player, and so if you come up a little bit slower for the run, that's okay. They've got someone else responsible for the pitch man. They've got someone else responsible for the quarterback. So you're kind of last line of defense. So your job is to cover the receiver that's out there, to cover the tight end that may come in your zone. So you, you know your responsibilities are always pass-first, but you've also got to be able to come up and tackle. Once they, once they turn that ball upfield, you got to be able to come up and tackle. But if something gets over gets thrown over your head, it's because you uh, are not playing your assignment. You weren't paying attention to the keys that they were giving you. Uh, or playing the call that was called out on the sideline, so it shouldn't happen. But you know, I've been there before, and you just you just fall asleep because you, as you said, you see nine or ten runs in a row, and then all of a sudden you throw one on top of your head, and you're like, oh crap, I got to get back, and it's too late. Pirates ran uh, in the upper 80s plays uh, against Old Dominion last week, Kevin. They ran 71, and could have ran more kind of running some clock there at the end but uh or excuse me east carolina ran 65 plays last week so uh what's that number going to look like this week the the offensive plays and possessions are at a premium you got to make them count but that number is going to go way down this week i would imagine no question you're lucky to get 50 because navy just keeps the ball and they just eat the clock and that and they eat and they eat up you know first downs and their job to get three or four yards of carry and they're happy with that uh, and they want to just run that clock and then all of a sudden score on you. And so uh, your job as a defense is to get off the field. you got to get them to third and long, make them throw the football, and get off the field. And so first and second downs are so key here. If you can get these guys in the third and six or more and, and make them feel like they have to pass the football, and a lot of times they'll run it third and six or seven, 
but if, or they'll pass it 30, well, yeah, they'll run it, sorry, they'll run it 36-7, but you want to force them to pass it. So that's the goal. Uh, get them off the field so you can get your offense back on the field. But you're right. The, the number of plays that you're going to run is going to be a lot less in these games where you have offenses that run similar you know, spreads like East Carolina does. And on that note, Kevin, if they do run on third and six or seven and make it fourth and two or three, your defense might be out there for an extra play. I think the Pirates might be uh, having to, to be ready to go four downs for some of these series on Saturday. That's right. They've also only punted three times all year. Wow. Even when they, even when they get in fourth down, uh, they're still going for it a lot of times. And so if they feel like they can get it, as long as they're not way backed up, uh, they're going to go for it. And so uh, they have confidence in the quarterback. They have confidence in these running backs. They have confidence in the offensive line. They're always athletic up front. And so they can just, you know, they can do these twists, these these uh, these movements. These, they pull these guys and find a way to get a yard or two. So, yeah, you got to be disciplined and try to get off the field. Kevin Monroe joining us, East Carolina getting into American play, and we were scoreboard watching last week, Kevin, and uh, you know keeping an eye on the quote unquote big boys. Cincinnati uh, was a winner last week, and UCF a big time winner. SMU lost to Maryland on the road in a tough game, but how about South Florida? They got the ball at the end of the game with a chance to beat Florida. They come up short, thirty one twenty eight. Tulane goes on the road and beat Kansas State. So I mean, every week is going to be tough, and you've got these teams next on ECU schedule who are, are putting some good performances on the field that maybe we didn't think uh, think about heading into the year. Yeah, I mean, I guess we were lucky to get Campbell, you know, and maybe an ODU team that we were able to handle because there's no off weeks once you get in tournament, once you in conference play because everybody's good. And, and, and this conference doesn't get the respect that it deserves, but there's always, you know, we, you can remember just a few years back, we had, at one point we had five teams in the top 25. And it's not like that now, but you still have – three or four good teams that, you know, have either been in the top 25 or just on the outside of the top 25. And if the Pirates keep playing well, they'll find their way into the top 25 at some point. So it's just every week it's tough. You can't look at a side, you know, maybe at the beginning of the season you could look at South Florida and say that's a, that's a game that the Pirates are going to win. But now you're like, hey, that's a pretty good team. And so you don't just go and play that game without it being a, a, a little bit of a close game, a, a better matchup than you thought it was going to be. And then you know the big dogs like the Houstons and the UCFs and the, and the, uh, and the, and the Cincinnati's are going to be tough. So maybe the Pirates have played the toughest game of this season with NC State, but it doesn't mean they, they won't have a dog fight in conference as well. Kevin Rowe joining us. Kevin, I, I got my digs in at Dallas and uh, some other teams last week, and I did that by design. I knew things would change very quickly and that commanders would come back to reality. I didn't know that they would be down 22 to nothing uh, without having a first down against the Lions. That was a new yeah. low uh, for Washington. But congrats to your boys. Uh, they got a nice win over Cincinnati, and now a big division game coming up. Uh, it's NFC East weekend. It'll be Eagles at Washington, and Dallas has the Giants. But uh, I, I were you surprised to see uh, Dallas go out and get a win without Dak on Sunday? I was a little surprised. I thought that they would play well defensively. Uh, you know, that Cincinnati offensive line is in shambles. They're giving up like six sacks a game. So I knew they played well defensively. I didn't expect Cooper Rush and the offense to play as well as it did. I, I knew Noah Brown was a good receiver. People weren't giving him any credit. And they said, oh, they, oh, they got C.D. Lamb. And so he showed them that he could step up and, and make some plays. So that's helpful. Uh, but now you got Schultz with a little bit of an injury to tight end. And so uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't think the Giants are as good as they played. And I don't think they really played anybody yet through two weeks. I wish we had, you know, our full complement of players going into this game, and I, I think we beat them to death. But with Cooper Rush back there, who knows what's going to happen. But I, I think it'll be a good game. If I'm the Giants, I give it to Saquon 50 times, and I don't let Parsons get anywhere near Daniel Jones and, and just see what happens. <laughs> Maybe try to win 9-7 to seven or something because – 
Parsons is Chase Young won the uh, rookie of the year uh, a couple years ago and then had an injury riddled season last year. Parsons rookie of the year last year and he's trying to follow that up with a defensive player of the year award it looks like. He's pretty. He's a pretty good player, and it, the funny thing is that they they had fully planned on playing him at linebacker inside with Vanderesh, and then uh, I think it was Demarcus Lawrence went down, and so they decided to, to put him at rush in, and all of a sudden he started sacking everybody, <laughs> so they left him there. So yeah. he's a he's a very dynamic player that can play a little bit of everywhere. Kevin, I uh, appreciate the time as always, man. Have a great call on Saturday. Pirates trying to get to three and one, man. That'd be a nice September, right, Kevin? Uh, the four game homestand, end at three and one, and, and get ready to go on the road for the first time. Yeah, I think the goal coming in was to be about three and one, and I think everybody probably expected that one loss to be NC State. I don't think they thought we'd play as well as we played against NC State. So yeah. I feel like that's one you just kind of let get away. Uh, but yeah, it'd be great to, to get this victory and, and, and go on the, the two game road streak. Uh, you know, ready to get a, a road victory. But, yeah, they, they played great so far. It's, it's exciting to call games when you're expecting your team to play well. No doubt. Kevin Monroe joining us today. Kevin, uh, have a great call, man. We'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate it, Cliff. Kevin Monroe, East Carolina football analyst, joining us today on the Pitt Electric Live Line. Um, I do have an answer to the question asked earlier by Squad Unite Entertainment. Squad. Squad Unite Entertainment. He said, uh, ask, uh, he wanted to know how Justin Bear felt about the tiny font end zones and followed that up with, ask him about the small end zones, you coward. So I texted Justin and I said, how do you feel about the tiny font end zones? And he said, I would love larger font, but we need to talk to Sherman, Sherwin Williams about the cost of paint. Sherman Hemsley, Helmsley, Hunter Hurst Helmsley about mm. the cost of paint. Mm-mm-mm. So there's your answer. Squad Unite Entertainment. Squad. Squad Unite. Entertainment. Uh, Casey says, hey, Chandler, say less C to Kevin, you coward. Well, I would if now, it was Michael Perry. Is that a so reference? you are a coward. He is a coward. Is that a reference to Michael Perry? I think it is, right? Yes. Michael Perry's the less C guy, not Kevin. Let's see. Kevin's the ball out guy. Ball out. No flags. No flags. That's Kevin. Michael Perry is less C. Casey, you coward. Uh, Elliot says, Chandler, shut up. I've been told to shut up. And then said, Chandler is a coward. He just needs some hot dogs. I would like to clarify for the uh, people watching at home. That was a reference to Clip when I uh, made that nameplate that said absolute coward. I know it was under Chandler, but I and, did not uh, need to call him a coward. Redbeard took a screenshot of it, posted it, and the way it looks on the screen, as if you're saying, my name is Clip Brock, his name is Absolute Coward. Yeah. So, Redbeard, thank you for bringing that to our attention. You were trying to call me a coward. Yes. Well, I was I was not calling you a coward. Squad I was Unite. being the message. Yes, I was being the message. Call me a coward. He was referencing I was something. Referencing. There's a lot of references going on today. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chandler just made one that flew under the radar where he told Elliot to go get a hot dog. Because well, Elliot is our guy. He's our guy. That could not get a hot dog week one. Oh. And screamed about it for an entire show when we had JJ McClam on. So you're Elliot, not that guy, pal. Trust me, you're not that guy. I just hope you've had a hot dog, man. And guess what? We'll be having. I don't know. He's telling me to shut up. He's calling me a coward. He seems like he's not scared, coward. Guess what? We'll be having on Saturday. Warren's hot dogs. Warren's hot dogs. That's coming up uh, Saturday. We'll be enjoying some. Warren's Hot Dogs right here in the Pirate Radio Studios. 
Um, let's take a break. We'll come back. Okay. I don't. I don't know what Tony's talking about. As we get a break, let's check out the likes. Oh boy, we are low. Low, low, low. Low on likes. Low, low, low. We are currently sitting at twelve less likes than people watching. If you think I'm a coward, like. If you think Chandler is a coward, like. I tell you what. If let's, you think if you think Clips a coward, like. If you think I'm a coward, subscribe. So a lot of you are probably thinking both. So do both. Smash the like. Smash the sub. If you think we're cowards. Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. <laughs> Let's take a Dead break. air. All right. Relax. Relax, Dead air. coward. We'll take a time. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> I mean, this is a reference fest. <laughs> Dead air. Non-stop references today on the show. Oh my God, CJ, man down. He is down. CJ is officially on the floor. He is down in Studio B. <laughs> he literally fell out of his chair laughing. When we return, we'll talk Pirates Navy, 17-point spread. We'll talk about tonight's games in college football. We'll talk about the weekend and a little NFL as well with Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports. That's on the way. Coward Radio returns after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. And as we head back in to Pirate Radio Live clip, I have a Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard update for you. As the St. Louis Cardinals are playing the San Diego Padres in an afternoon game, Alec Burleson is at the plate as we speak. Uh, 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 Albert Pujols had just singled, and so he is on first base. Uh, the Padres lead one nothing here in the top of the second inning as the pitch comes to Alec. He check switch. It's a check swing, but they say he went around, so it's a one and one count. For Terrible Alec. call. I didn't even see it. Terrible call. No, he he went. Disagree. He, he tried to hold up, but he he went. He definitely went. Uh, Mike P says, "If you so, I said earlier, if you think I'm a coward, like you think Chandler's a coward, sub." Mike says. If you don't smash the likes and subs, you're a coward. Mm-hmm. So we're having an old-fashioned coward off. Here. Yeah, so if you don't like and subscribe, you join the ranks of Clip and I. And that's not good. Cowardism. You are a coward. Yellow mm-hmm. belly. I was just about to say that. Charlie, what, uh, give us an update on the bat. One-two count. Uh, he fouled one off, so it's a one-two Keep count. Keep fighting, Alec. You got this, Alec. I would do play-by-play, play, but I'm afraid someone would Musgrove on the mound for the Padres. And here's the pitch. Low and away. So the count evens to two and two. Hey, uh, remember the, mile an hour curveball there. The other day I had the uh, conversation about what's a jinx, what's not a jinx. Mm-hmm. If I were to say right now, Alec doesn't strike out because he doesn't. 
But if I was like, this guy never strikes out, that would be a jinx, and he would strike out here. But you just said it, and even though you didn't mean it, you said And it. the pitch. And it is another foul ball, 94-mile-an-hour okay. okay. fastball. He doesn't strike out. Now that is Okay. But I'm so confident in him because he doesn't strike out. I'm telling you. Two and two the count, no outs. He's going to like line out the left center. Pujols on first base in the top of the second inning. Padres up one nothing. We have an interview to get to, but I want to get this through this at bat. Yeah. And the, the pitch. Liner in the left. Ooh, and uh, let's see. Yep, got him swinging on a slider. <laughs> I will be damned. This was a great, 82 mile an hour. This is a great example. Off people. speed pitch. Wait, wait, hey, you said an example clip. I'm showing everybody what a jinx is, and I didn't mean. I I guess I did mean to do it. Oof. Wow. But God, I. That was an ugly pitch. I'm too. so upset right now. I did it more so to show you what a jinx is. That was a jinx. Me posting bowl projections from other people was not a jinx. That's all I'm saying. That was a you nasty pitch. I have threw. to confess on something. When people, when I'm watching like my team play, like against State, EC was up seven to nothing. My roommate comes up to me while I'm watching the game. Oh, Pirates are killing it right now, which is not a jinx, but at the same time, you know, I don't want to hear that. I told him shut up. Yeah, I said shut up. I don't really want to hear that. I was an I was a total ass to him. I was like I was like shut up, dude. You're right in both regards. It's not a jinx, but it shouldn't be said. Right? Don't say it. Don't talk about that. Don't talk during games at all. Don't breathe. Don't breathe. Let's head out to the Pit Electric Live Line. Talk to the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports. He joins us here on Pirate Radio Live. Jeff, how you doing on this Thursday? I'm great. How are you, Cliff? Hey, doing great and looking forward to another week of football. We've uh, we finally got college football back on a Thursday night uh, to go up uh, against or alongside the NFL, so we'll get into that. But let's start with East Carolina, Jeff. Pirates 3-0 and against the number uh jeff nadu three and oh taking the pirates this year uh will you go for a fourth jeff when that I, I was interested to see what this navy line would be navy has had success in the past against ecu although the pirates were able to beat them last year and now this year the pirates are 17 point favorites total is at 49 kind of a low number for college football in 2022 so what do you think about east carolina navy uh coming up saturday here in greenville well, you know, Cliff, I've talked to you before about, you know, I'm not in love with, with the line profile of laying over two touchdowns with a team like ECU, but then I started to say to myself, well, I don't know if this is the same ECU team. In fact, I know it's not. Um, as you alluded to, they do generally have problems with uh, the Naval Academy. And look, for the Naval Academy, I, you know, this isn't a good football team. Okay, their quarterback play isn't good. Um, you know, they, they haven't played, you know, in two weeks. They had a bye last week, didn't play uh, after they uh, lost to Memphis the week before. They also have Air Force on deck, which I think that's something kind of underrated to throw in here. We know how good the crowd at um, Daddy Picklin is. I, you know, I look at this and I kind of say to myself, I kind of look at this a lot like the old Dominion game. I, I feel like, you know, anything below three touchdowns, I probably have some interest in. The truth of the matter is, East Carolina is a solid, solid defense. They seem a lot more prepared this year. They have a great offense with a lot of veteran leaders, a great run game. And if they're up in this game, you can always hand the football off and kind of burn clock. It just seems right now if Navy can't effectively run a ball, um, that is not going to have a lot of success. This is not your vintage 
you know, Malcolm Perry or, or Keenan Reynolds yeah. Navy team. Uh, this isn't a good football team. Yeah, I've been bringing up those names a lot this week, Jeff. And one thing, too, with this game, East Carolina – has, Navy's kind of do what they do on offense, and, and you just kind of deal with it almost. But offensively, East Carolina, I think, has led uh, themselves down in these matchups where they'll go three and out, Navy will score, you know, three and out, Navy scores, and you get down two possessions, and you're just fighting uphill the rest of the game. It's tough to do against Navy. I think East Carolina finally has an offense that you can be confident in going in uh, week to week, saying they can put up points. Holt Naylor's nearly flawless last week against Campbell, 17 out of 20. Keaton Mitchell, 180 rushing yards. I mean, and again, that's against Campbell, but I think they've done enough to show you that they can put some points on the board, and that's something that has lacked in these matchups with Navy over uh, the past decade. Yeah, and I think really, it's really going to come down to defense this week. I I mean, you look at last year, East Carolina had no trouble moving the ball. They had 38 points, but um, they just couldn't stop Navy. And, you know, I think what is kind of concerning here, and I'll tell you why also it's not as concerning. You look at last season, you know, Navy got beat up in their first two matchups against Marshall and Air Force. You know, and then they came out and hung with Houston. They beat UCF, hung with SMU, hung with Memphis, hung with Cincy. This is kind of where last year they started turning it up after that second week loss. Um, but this week and this year is different because they have Air Force on deck, right? I, I think their kind of motivation not that it's not going to be there in this game, but I have to wonder how start how much they start looking forward to to that game next week. I think it's just a little different situation. Um, it's all going to come down to defense. ECU will move the football, and that's why maybe you just probably take a look and say, well, maybe I'll just bet the team total. It's probably going to be low 30s here. Yeah. Um, they're probably going to do most of the scoring. This kind of screams to me 37-17, something like that. Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports, joining us. And uh, big man on betting out today on a Thursday. Jeff, uh, man, if this matchup here tonight was 15, 20 years ago, it would be one of the games of the week. But how West Virginia and Virginia Tech have fallen in the last decade, decade and a half. And now you've got West Virginia, two and a half point road dog against the Hokies, total at 50 and a half. Also tonight, Coastal is uh, trying to remain undefeated. They are two point favorites on the road at Georgia State. So you got two road uh, favorites tonight, Jeff, in these matchups. Anything you're looking at for Thursday night football? You know, I, I think for me, I just kind of skipped over West Virginia, Virginia Tech, two of just the more you know boring teams in the country, just have no interest in. I think it's a complete coin flip from a game standpoint. Wouldn't surprise me if either team wins. Obviously, maybe you give a little edge to Bach Tech at home with that atmosphere. But as you alluded to, two programs that have really gone behind the wayside. Uh, as far as the other game, if I had to play it, I mean under 63. I think a lot of people are going to coax themselves into betting the over in this game. But there's important things to remember about Coastal Carolina. This is not as potent of an offense as they were last season. They're one of the slowest teams in America. They really hang their hat on their run game. Um, And Georgia State has faced some really good competition. I think they bring it tonight on defense. Sharp money is taking Georgia State. I think if it leans Georgia State, I think you have to lean the under as well. I'm not going to probably get there in either of these games, but... Um, I would lean under in the second game. The under, the second game kind of screams 31-24 to me. Maybe mid-50s, but I don't think it gets into the 60s. Jeff Nadeau joining us. That's what's going on tonight. Jeff, how about a couple of games in the state of North Carolina on Saturday? North Carolina, a shaky 3-0. and uh, Favorites at home against the struggling Notre Dame team. Did get a win last week against... Uh, 
and now I just blanked on it. Lost to Marshall, beat Cal uh, last week in South Bend. And then the other one in the state of North Carolina, maybe more eyeballs on this one, Clemson at Wake Forest. The Tigers, a seven-point favorite in that one. Any interest in the uh, games going on in the Tar Heel State here on Saturday? Well, you know, the Notre Dame-North Carolina game is interesting because it's, when you look at Notre Dame, it, it's I think we kind of just assume like they can't move the ball. I mean, they actually haven't been that bad. I mean, they've actually been quite good in, in the red zone. Um, you look at their touchdown numbers in, in that uh, area. I mean, they've been to the red zone only seven times, but they've scored six touchdowns. So I feel like if they can move the football, and they should be able to against a very poor North Carolina defense, I'd have to figure this is a game where Drew Pine and that group can score some points. I also look at it and say North Carolina is one of the best offenses in America. Um, they've been to the red zone 11 times and have 10 touchdowns. They don't settle for field goals. They score touchdowns. They have one of the best scoring offenses in America. Um, I'm going to maybe look at an over in this game. You know, it's funny, Clip. Um, you also, um, you're always very good at these North Carolina matchups. There's one you didn't bring up, and it features one, and that's Appalachian State, the kind of darlings of this season. They've had some wild wins. They have a very pesky game against JMU. Yeah. Uh, you know plenty about with Mike Houston. You look at JMU, Clip. I just want to break this down. Haven't played since September 10th. They have two games this season, uh, the Middle Tennessee and Norfolk State. Keep in mind, in those two games, did not allow either opponent to get into the red zone. They're hmm. also allowing under one yard a carry. You have to ask yourself, is this too many points? How long is App State going to live and die on this uh, you know, late-game heroic kind of stuff? They did it against UNC. It beat them. It, it, it uh, bit them in the ass. They did it last week. Uh, they were able to get a, a, a touchdown on a Hail Mary that probably shouldn't happen. I think JMU is a real live dog in this football game. Haven't played in a while, but you've got to figure they've been eyeing this matchup after two kind of mid-level groups to start the season with. They're a very real team. Kirkson Yeti's a very good coach. Um, that's an interesting one. As far as Clemson Wake, you know, I played the over here. I felt like it was just too low. Um, Wake can't stop anybody, and Clemson's actually playing a lot quicker this year. They've been very good inside the red zone, scoring touchdowns. Clemson Clip has been to the red zone 18 times, which I was pretty surprised by. They scored 14 touchdowns. They're very, uh, you know, more inclined to throw the football this year. A lot of lately improved, uh, and Wake is always good. They're going to throw the ball. They're never out of the game. I kind of had this one at like, you know, 38, 27, something like that. Jeff Nadeau joining us. Nadeau, an Eagles fan. They got the Commanders coming up on Sunday. And I just saw this on the Score app, Jeff. And I guess it was open on books. But uh, before and during the Eagles Monday night game against Minnesota, I saw the Washington line at like three and a half or four. It immediately shot up during the game. And, of course, the days after the game, I'm seeing it now at six and a half, Philly a uh, road favorite against Carson Wentz and Washington on Sunday. Total at 47. Uh, Eagles look awesome, uh, but uh, what do you think about the NFC East matchup on Sunday? Yeah, you know, I think the NFL is always a week-to-week league, isn't it? Yeah. I one, the Eagles you know, won, but it, it, it wasn't you know very, you know, no one really was blown away by it because they gave up 35 points. And then they come out in, in week two, and you know, quite honestly, you know, just destroyed the Vikings at every level. I mean, the Eagles have completely owned the Vikings. I mean, it's hard to, to describe how much they've owned that team. But now you look at this spot. You know, the whole world loves the Eagles. Carson Wentz making his kind of return, if you will, to play the Eagles. 
They get the game at home. As you know, Cliff, this is, and I know for me, this has always been a tough game for the Eagles. Um, I know that Carson's going to have a lot of emotion in this game. Look, I've said before, and I'll say it again, I think Carson Wentz is a good quarterback. If he is healthy and has some weapons to throw the football to, I think he can have a really good situation down in Washington. They have a pretty good offensive line. McLaurin's great. I like Curtis Samuel. Jahan Dotson looks like a, a really good yeah. player for them. I, yeah, Antonio Gibson in the backfield. You know, I'm going to kind of challenge this Eagles defense to play like they did on, on Monday. And look, to be frank, Cliff, Darius Slay might have had the best game a corner's ever had in this league. Um, can they do that two times in a row? And also, can they um, kind of continue that type of performance? It's hard to do. The whole world's going to be on the Eagles here. I'm interested in seeing what this line goes. I got them interested in maybe taking a shot with the Commanders. I have a weird feeling Jack Del Rio has something. Um, I'm, I'm fascinated to clip that no one has taken the game plan from uh, Todd Bowles down in Tampa on how to stop Jalen Hurts. Huh. It seemed like he was able to do it. But, you know, I, I feel like this game is one of those, you know, 28-24 type of games. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of come through the back door of the Washington Commanders. And uh, Jeff Nadeau claimed to be at the game the other night, but uh, you weren't really there, Jeff. You were faking, right? <laughs> You know, it's hilarious, man. And and I will say, with your brashness and some, you, you you bring some of it on yourself, the vitriol on Twitter. But it is amazing what these people will say when you're sitting there at the stadium watching a game and you have to like show a video of it to prove it, which you didn't have to do, but you did anyway yeah. to make the guy look like a fool. But I used to I used to care. Like when I was younger, I, I would care about every single person. But now I just I look at it and laugh. Yeah. Stuff. I. You know, all I can do is, is try to be myself, and I, I don't let it bother me anymore. I have some creative people, though, Cliff, uh, you wouldn't believe. Uh, but, yeah, I I thought I'd just – not that I stunned it or anything, because, look, I sit up with the regular people. I don't have 50-yard line seats, but, I you know, we have season tickets, Brent and I, and, you know, we, we rock out. And yeah, <laughs> I thought I'd put that guy in a body bag. <laughs> yeah, always fun to do that when you get the chance. Uh, big man on betting. Uh, available right now. Uh, just head over to YouTube, check it out. If you're listening to us, uh, make sure you check it out. I always listen to it on the drive home and then finish up when I get home. Uh, pull up the Roku, uh, pull up YouTube, and watch uh, Big Man on Betting. So that's a part of my Thursday schedule now, uh, Big Man. Excited about that. I appreciate that, Clip. I, I'm going to leave you with a trivia question. Do you happen to know, Clip, who has the most red zone attempts in America and also who has the second-best score percentage in the red zone in America. I want to say that second stat uh, kind of lit up a bulb. Uh, East Carolina, is that the answer? Kansas. Oh, dang. We have to start putting some stock in how good this <laughs> offense actually is, Club. I mean, I, I know we don't want to give them any credit because they're Kansas, but they have, they have 20 attempts in the red zone. Okay, the only other two teams that have that are Kansas or uh, Georgia and Michigan. Pretty impressive. I was not upset to see them roll it up on uh, Dana Hogerson last week. That was fun to watch. Yeah, he's a guy you kind of hate, right? <laughs> yeah. He's just kind of a hate-to-face kind of guy. But shout out to Leopold. What a great coaching job. And, you know, Mike Houston as well, who's, who's doing some really good things as well. Kansas and Duke. Uh, usually, you know, a good game on the hardwood, but now both teams undefeated heading into this Saturday. How about that? Yeah, crazy. Jeff, we'll try to uh, track you down on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. we got another night game, so... 
<laughs> we, we might try to call you while you're sweating one out. How about last week you had Syracuse. You were screaming at us during the interview, and uh, Cuse ended up winning that one for you. So congratulations. Listen, Cliff, here's what I said on – and I'll say you know, I'm, I'm, I say it on my show today. I, listen, eventually this stuff's going to go against me. I've had some improbable wins in the NFL and college. Um, it, it's not going to last forever. Yeah. Uh, let, let, what, what do you say we do like 5 o'clock? Hey, all right. Sounds good to me. We'll call you then, man. I don't. I don't want to yell on the phone. Your people down there don't deserve it. I know they're a lot more late. Oh, it's hilarious. We we enjoyed it. It was the highlight of the show on Saturday. It was great. <laughs> big man, I uh, will check out Big Man on betting YouTube and uh, anything else. Uh, sit down podcast. Got a lot going on as always. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually. Uh, we got the you know round ball podcast getting started soon as well. We we have some big interviews. We're actually we have one week we're shooting today. So. Uh, pretty cool stuff coming up there. I have a lot going on. So just uh, follow me on Twitter and, and keep up to date. And Cliff, as always, thanks for having me. I'll talk to you over the weekend. Thank you, Jeff. Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports, joining us. We'll check in with him on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Four hours of pregame coverage on Saturday, taking you up to the 6 o'clock kickoff. So we'll be with you at 2 o'clock and, of course, after the game on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. We will get a break in, come back, wrap up hour number two. Get you set for hour three. Thanks to everybody for tuning in today. And thanks to people like Rob Goodwin on YouTube who said, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. It's free. Do it now. Thank Thank you, you. Rob. Thank you, Rob. Chandler has agreed to name his firstborn son, Rob. Rob Honeycutt. Yep. That's that's the truth. That is the truth. Donate those likes. Donate those subs. Speaking of donations, there was a donation made today for ECU Athletics by an ECU alum. And that alum so happens to be will tell you after the break. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Have you heard? Winslow's is now 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room. And with a brand new look, 5th Street Hardware also has a new menu and serves lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday, plus brunch starting at 10.30 on Sundays. And what else is new? They also have poker every Tuesday night and trivia on Wednesday nights with DJ Captain Morgan. It's a new look, a new name, but the same location on 5th Street right beside the State Theater. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff Barak. Wrapping up our number two of today's show, Touchdown, Tony Collins. Oh, sorry, new nickname given by Troy D. Halftime, Tony Collins. We'll have to talk about that when he joins us here. I didn't give you that name, Tony. Don't look at me like that. We'll don't talk. shoot the messenger, don't Tony. Don't shoot the messenger. We'll talk about it coming up uh, when you join us here in just a couple of minutes. But Chandler, uh, you uh, you were doing some big boy radioing before we went to break. Yeah. I learned from the best clip. I'm in good hands. As long as you're in good hands, you're going in the right direction. And I think I'm going in the right direction because I'm in very good hands here at Pirate Radio. We appreciate the donations with likes and sus- subscribes. And I said, before we went to break, I said, speaking of donations, there was a big one made for ECU Athletics today. It was by an ECU alum, 
And that alum just so happens to be our head baseball coach, Cliff Gawin, invests $100,000 to the Pirates Unite campaign. And this will go towards the left field expansion plus help create the letter winner's wall for baseball. Former ECU baseball letter winner himself and current Pirate head coach Cliff Godwin making that $100,000 investment uh, to support the Pirates Unite campaign. So that uh, news came out earlier today and Cliff Godwin kind of putting his money where his mouth is, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, But he loves this university, loves this school, this program. We've seen him on the bench at basketball games, like one row behind the team. Remember that Wichita? Like he's on the road. He's into that. He's into football. He's into everything, and uh, just loves the school, loves the university, and uh, winning. I mean, that's all he does in baseball. Got us a super regional here. Was just one uh, few outs away, man, from uh, knocking off the Longhorns. I feel like we've gotten over that, and now we have to just keep suffering over the. Uh, Owen Daffer missed field goal. Yeah. Like, uh, we were kind of beyond the Texas loss that Saturday where the Pirates had a lead and got something else to think about. But, uh, man, what a year it was last year. What a run the team went on and, and what a run they've been on. And now you just expect it to keep on going. And uh, Cliff Godwin is uh, going to get it done on the field and now going to get it done off the field with his $100,000 investment. And Cliff, here's the most important part. Mm-hmm. He's a bird. He's a bird. He's that, a bird. That he is. All right. Hour three, we've got a giveaway. We've got audio from Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick, Blake Harrell. We've got Tony Collins. We got a lot coming up, and we'll do it when we return on PRL Back With You in four minutes. listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All righty. Shirley Rhodes here. CJ Schaefer, the Chan Man, and Tony Collins joining us. Some call him Touchdown Tony Collins. In the house. Troy has a new name for him calling him halftime tony collins are we gonna really go there we're gonna go there i told troy i'd have to go there i gotta ask the tough questions tony and uh and we'll do that momentarily but let's uh let's first uh look back at east carolina and campbell uh what you think of the pirates performance on saturday hey like i said man we, they put up the points what we beat them by 30 was it 30 well the line was 32 and a half they beat them by 39 39 39 yeah. so I, I, they did what they were supposed to do so they looked good uh, kind of slowed in the beginning but uh, they came out and did what they had to do in the second half and, and what do you remember seeing about that second half tony <laughs> <laughs> well 
My story is... Troy, <laughs> hold on, I'm sorry. Troy was in here hour one, and he said, call him halftime Tony Collins. Okay. Because Tony left at halftime. And you know how Troy presented it. Right, yeah. He said, I got him tickets. I got him in the front row. Mm-hmm. All exclusive. I was going to give him... Uh, a uh, a ride home. Uh, what do he say? Transportation. He provide said provide transportation. At the first, at first, I thought he meant he was going to give you a ride, and he was not. <laughs> that might have been dangerous. Yeah, yeah. But he that, said that pro- wasn't going to happen. Nah. Provide transportation. But he said Tony Collins left at halftime. That was his story. Let's hear the other side. Okay, of the story. it was like first quarter, uh, maybe like thirteen minutes still left in the first quarter, and I guess Troy went to go get a beer. I didn't see him until the third quarter. I was leaving. He was coming in. So that's my story. So you, he, he took you to the game or gave you tickets. Took me to and the then game, left he gave me tickets. And he left me. Whoa. Ooh. He did the old, I got to go get a beer trick. Yeah, he went to go. I guess he went to go get a beer. I have no idea. He just got up and left. And I didn't see him until I was leaving. And it was, the, it was like three, uh, about eight or nine minutes left in the third quarter. We had the game won. Hmm. You know, I'm, so I'm getting out of there. I, I just had an operation on my shoulder. The man's got a bone you know, shoulder. But, so, but I see him coming back in and trying to make me go back in. I'm like, <laughs> I'm leaving, I, brother. I haven't seen you all game. <laughs> <laughs> well, that changes things a little bit. That changes quite a bit. So uh, some host he is, huh? Yeah, so I need him to host me again this week, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I you, think he spent more time with us than he did Tony. I, I was going to say, did. we did see him, what, midway through the first quarter? Yes. He wasn't in the in the stadium, was he? He yeah. was. Oh, he's in the stadium? Yeah. Oh, okay. He wasn't in the seats, though. He had a big old smile on his face. Yeah. He was having a good yeah, time. He had him. a great time on Saturday. And uh, just not with you? No, not with me. <laughs> Uh, so are you going back out? You go, I saw you were at the tailgate, right? Yeah. Gonna, How was that? I'm gonna be the tailgate was great, just like always, you know. Yeah. All, all tailgates are great. So uh, gonna be back out again this week. I got one more week uh, to be in this sling, so I'm looking forward to that. All right, look but don't touch once again That's if you it. see Tony Collins. Yeah. And uh, and we'll see what happens this uh, week when it comes to Troy and Tony maybe watching <laughs> the game together or maybe not. I gotta say, Tony, front row seat and not having to watch the game with Troy does not sound that, that bad. sounds awesome. <laughs> it was pretty exciting. <laughs> All right, it is now Navy Week, Tony. These teams have played nine times in their history. How many t- games has ECU won against Navy out of nine? Probably three. Two and seven. Wow. Mm. One of those coming last year. How many of those wins have come here at home, Tony? One. Zero. Zero. None. Never beaten them here at home. Well, that's going to end on Saturday. That, Navy's not the the Navy that we're used to. Um, I, I just can't. I can't. I can't see them coming in here and beating us. That's not going to happen. One thing they don't have is that amazing quarterback, and we've seen that with Malcolm Perry, Keenan Reynolds over the years. They don't really have that this year. In fact, uh, when we talked to Pete Medhurst, he said the defense right now is playing better than the offense. They did have a bye week, Tony. I mean, does that concern you at all? They're 0-2, have a bye week coming in? Absolutely not. I mean, like I said, Navy's not the Navy that we're used to. Uh, the Pirates are playing good football right now. I I, I mean, I, I can't see us losing. I mean, uh, losing against them. And I can't see them even being a, clo- even being a close game. Did you see the spread? What is it? I, I didn't what see do you think? It. You want to take a guess? What's 18, maybe 20? Everybody's saying 18, and you're right on the money. 17. 17? Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, but we just went over it, and this has nothing to do with anything. But two and seven lifetime, um, the scores that we've allowed to Navy have, have been crazy. 
but this is a new team this is a new east carolina team a new navy team and i like our offense to put up some points tony to maybe help them uh cover that spread well, but the, the key again against is stopping the wishbone wishbone is, is can be tricky at some point but like you said that they don't have the quarterbacks that they usually have and our defense is flying all over the place this year so i there's no question in my mind but we should at least beat them by 30. I'll be I'll be disappointed if we don't win by 30. Dang. Mm. All right. 30. I like the high expectations. Tony Collins joining us here. Tony is not only a popular guy, but he's a fun guy. A fun guy to be around, so he gets a lot of offers. <laughs> oh, my God. Now everybody's talking about Tony here. So, Ellery says, I have an extra ticket for Tony. It's for all four quarters versus the one Troy gave you for two quarters last week. <laughs> Troy said, I got you, Tony, and I will babysit you the whole game. <laughs> so, good news, you got a ticket. I got a ticket. Bad news, it's going to come with a lot of junk talk your way. So, uh, there you go, Tony. Enjoy. All right, uh, let's hear from Blake Harrell. Man, this Navy prep didn't begin on Sunday. It's been going on basically year-round. Spring, fall camp, they uh, – put some pieces in of the option offense and, and try to stop it at practice. Let's hear a cut one from Blake Harrell talking about Navy prep. Yeah, it's, you know, we spend more time with, you know, get preparing for these guys, evaluating these guys, and trying to get our, our players ready to play against Navy than probably anybody on our schedule, just because they're a different offense. You know, the other 11 ball games, you're going to have some carryover, maybe a little bit of tweaks here and tweaks there. But for the most part, those other 11 offenses – have some similarities and have some carryover, whether it's a run game or pass game or personnel packages, 11 or 12P, whatever it may be. In this game, you're facing um, a 30 personnel team, as you call it, three backs and no tight ends for the most part, and that's totally different what you face the other 11 games, and you're facing a team that's going to run the football, you know, 85, 90% of the time. So it's, it's a different animal, and, and they do a, as good a job as anybody in the country with it. So you got to certainly get our hands full. You know, you certainly uh, put a lot more – effort and time as far as just the thought into it and preparing preparation for it and uh you know you, you got to be sound in all phases and like I'm telling our guys you, all 11 of you got to do your job not just one or two of you here and there you know it's all 11 of us because if you don't do your job uh you know it doesn't turn out in our favor so certainly lose a little bit of sleep but uh, our guys our players done a really nice job of preparing and our coaches done a really good job of preparation and our scout team has given a great look all week which you know, it's probably, I think I said this last week, but it's probably as good of a scout look as I've seen since I've been here as far as uh, replicating that. And it's a hard offense to replicate because you're trying to get guys lined up every single snap. Um, you know, it's not like, hey, go go out there and line up at wide out like, like our offense. That's easy for them. You know, you got to go line in a, like an A-back or three-back, two-back, whatever they want to call it, and, you know, it's a little tougher for them. So there's been some teach there, but it's been good. All right, there is defensive coordinator Blake Harrell. Tony, you ran the ball quite a bit here at East Carolina, right? But, mm-hmm. I mean, was it a an option offense? What kind of offense were you in? Same same as Navy, wishbone. I mean, so it's 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 when you when you go up against a wishbone team, you want to get them in second and long, third and long, so so they 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 have to throw the ball. But if you 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 you're talking about second and one and third and two, you know that you know what they're going to do. They're going to come at you. And you know, if but like I say again, I, I'm not worried about Navy right now. They don't have the the tools that they used to have. But uh, I I think it's a game that you know, just like I said, you, you there's there's one team that's going to run the wishbone all year, and you and you got to prepare for that. Yeah. for that one team, and that's that kind of gets us gets you straight. So were you uh, fullback, pitch man, everything? Like what did you do? Mostly? I did a little fullback my freshman year, but my majority of the, uh, my my career was halfback. 
did you know you were getting the ball out of the huddle, or is it really like you look at the defense and decide on the fly? Like on a, on an option, on an option, on the option, just it's, it's all up to the quarterback. Whatever's there, whatever the yeah. quarterback does, you know that's that's what's that's what's going to happen. And most of the time, I was hoping that he would pitch it to me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, did you like that offense? I mean, were you? What do you? Ah, we led the nation in rushing my junior year. Really? Yeah, so it, it was it was pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> And, you didn't uh, get the you didn't get the, you get you didn't get to carry the ball a lot. I think I carried the ball the most in one game was fifteen times. Right, because you split it amongst so a lot many, of different we had, guys. We had so many guys that can can tote it, man. Yeah, and then you get to the NFL, and uh, did you catch any passes when you were at East Carolina? Maybe about eight or nine. Right, yeah, <laughs> you didn't really do much of that, but uh, get to the NFL, things change. But yeah. so uh, yeah, you you uh, experienced this offense. Did you see like the defense? wearing down during a game and like oh, getting absolutely. frustrated it's oh, got to be frustrating oh, it's frustrating when you're especially when you're busting 15 yarders 20 yarders yeah 30 yards against a against a defense and, and they don't know what, what you're gonna do what you're gonna do next but they know you're gonna run the ball but they don't know what you're gonna do so it's really frustrating on the defense that's like i said you want to get a, a option team in second and uh, long right. third and long uh to make them throw the ball Tony Collins joining us. There there was a rule change, and we talked about it a little bit with Willie Smith earlier this week, but Blake Harrell kind of went into detail about it to where you can block below the waist inside the tackle, uh, box. The tackle box and at the line of scrimmage, but you can't do it downfield or outside of the tackle box. So that is a new rule. You uh, can't block below the waist? Beyond the tackle box, no. Really? Yeah. You can't dive at a, a player's knees. Uh, it's supposed to be a penalty now. And cut eight, Shirley. Blake Carroll was asked how that rule change affects what, what Navy does offensively. Yeah, so blocking below the waist is what the officials refer to it to, uh, to it as. Um, used to, you could block at the second and third level, and you could block outside the tackle box as long as I was squaring you up or certain angles there. Now the only uh, blocking below the waist is anybody that's on the line of scrimmage I can block below the way. So if a defensive lineman's on a three technique or at the line of scrimmage, I can go cut him. Uh, you'll see some of it. You know, they, they've, they've probably had a few cuts down the field illegally. Uh, one or two might have been called. But not, it's not like you saw in the years past. You know, in the years past, I think they got us a few times and their A-backs were, were arcing our corners last year and, and cut our corners down for some big plays. But you, you don't see it out there. And that's where the game has changed for them a little bit. And um, I think they'll adjust. You know, they'll – They'll find a way to get you know, get around that, do things they need to do to adjust the offense or whatever it may be. But I don't, you know, one of our players said, "Well, this offense eventually go away." I said, "No, I, those the academies and those places will always run it because it's been successful for them, and they do a really good job with it." So I'm sure they'll adjust and find a way to get around it. And, you know, they're, they're still and they don't take like, and I told our players, just because they can't cut, don't mean they're a phys- not a physical football team. They still come off the rock. They'll still roll you up, and they still play the game the right way. So, you know, in some ways they're fun to watch, but they're tough to prepare for, so we got to do a great job. Obviously, Tony, I guess that's a, a safety deal and issue. I'm going to tell you right now, man, that's a game changer. I mean, that was that was all we did was cut cut cornerbacks uh, or cut linebackers uh, because I had to learn to do that because I wasn't used to blocking when right. I came here. But uh, – that's a game changer. Yeah, I mean that's that'll that's that'll really hurt an option team because he, holding the guy up 
it's gonna, it's gonna. You don't know which way he's gonna go. When you got a guy down on the ground, you can just go whichever way you want to go. So that, that's really a game changer for for Navy man. Also, it's, it's probably a good thing mentally for defenders not having to worry about that yeah, too, absolutely, right? Yeah, absolutely. Blowing out a knee, and it's certainly a safety issue. And did you hear Blake Harrell there say, "Yeah, they've uh, they've got called for it a, a couple times. They've been they've been doing it." He's already like talking to the refs, like, "Hey, watch out for <laughs> watch this because we're going to be pointing it out if it happens. We want it called." He's already kind of getting in the refs ear, I think, indirectly there with those comments. Uh, let's get a break in. We'll have Tony's official prediction before we leave. We'll talk some NFL, and we'll hear more from the ECU coaches. And when we return, we'll have a giveaway for you coming up. More to go. Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown & Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. You can shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or you can visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live. We were just talking uh, a little NFL. Uh, Willie Smith who, by the way, he got the nickname Fairweather Willie because he didn't go to week two's game because it might <laughs> rain. So we got Halftime Tony and Fairweather Willie. Y'all fit right in. Uh, but Willie, uh, we were talking about Mike Evans and uh, him and Lattimore going at it for the second time in their careers, and he got suspended for a game, and I uh, asked Willie about it. He said, look, there's fighting in hockey. They don't get suspended. They go to the penalty box, make fighting legal in football, and just sit them out for a drive or two and get them back in. What would you think of the uh, suspension, Tony, to Mike Evans? I think it was too much. You know, just like just like Will said, I mean, it, it happens, man. They, they, guys be going at it. I don't know if you should let – let them start fighting, though. <laughs> <laughs> but give him a penalty. Yeah, but don't don't suspend that guy for a whole game. He's gonna miss his whole paycheck, man. You know what those paychecks are. I like Mike Evans' explanation. He said, that's Tom Brady. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had his quarterback's back, yeah. I guess. Uh so yeah, we saw that. We'll get into some more NFL in a moment. Let's hear uh, a little bit of Donnie Kirkpatrick from yesterday. We always focus on what Navy's going to do offensively against our defense. I think we have the offense to put up points and win this game. Uh, Donnie talked about facing that Navy midshipman defense. Cut one, True. Well, there's a lot of a lot of different challenges within the, the big challenge of just going out there and scoring more points than, than their offense scores. So they're very multiple. You know what I'm saying? Uh, our defense is very similar. It's from the same mold. It's from the same playbook. But they use different pages you know to it the twists are different the blitzes are a little bit different they do some more three safety stuff than than uh, coach harold does the, the thing that's tough is okay they got so many different defenses you know smart guys i guess you know what i'm saying i don't know how they get all that stuff in but they they've stayed with it now you know i think he's been there what's this his fourth year too or maybe the fifth year so they've, they've just built on it every year they've added another phase to that defense uh, they've got a lot of players back. I think they have eight starters back 
on defense. So you got eight starters back. You know, you're, you're picking it back up from where you were. And they were one of the better defenses in the conference last year. I know they didn't have a great overall record, but defensively they were pretty good. They were up in the top tier. So you got that challenge. Veteran team, you got uh, a lot of multiplicity out there. Okay, high pressure, blitz you all from every which way. It's not all man, though. It's zone blitz. Can, you know, so you mix zone blitz and man blitz. That makes it tougher on you. And then they're really physical. I mean, they punch you in the mouth uh, every play. They, they come. They play hard. You know, we always said it's, it's recess for them, I guess. You know what I'm saying? That's where they, they get to break out and go have fun so they don't, they don't miss a play. They don't take a play off. So you put all that together. And then you put their offense, which you don't know if you're getting it back or not. You know what I'm saying? It's it's very likely you might get it once, twice a quarter. I think we had four possessions or something like that, or maybe five in the first half last year, and it was about the same in the second half. So you can't go out there and waste a play. You can't turn it over, you know, because then you're really giving them a huge advantage. So it is a big challenge. It's a really nerve-wracking week for the coaches, okay, when we play Navy. And I think it's become somewhat of a rival game a little bit too, in that I think our fans like going to their stadium. Okay, I think it's a great trip. Uh, everybody likes it. Uh, I think their fans follow them here, so we get they get that too. Uh, we've taken some really embarrassing losses. I was part of one of those here in the rain one time, and that still stings a little bit. And I know there's a lot of people in the community. There's a lot of people at this university, and there's a few of us coaches that take that pretty personal. So uh, – we beat them up there. I think we only beat them twice. We beat them at their place both, and I don't think they like that very much. So I think it's it's got a lot of good stuff going on this week. I, I wouldn't miss it if I were y'all. Y'all probably get in for free if you don't buy a ticket. <laughs> Tony Kirkpatrick there. Tony Collins is getting in for free. He's already got a lot of offers for the game. Um, so, yeah, and, and Tony, how about the other side of that? When you were playing in this option, did you uh, – did you guys talk about time of possession and controlling the game? Because Navy really can control the game if you let them. Oh, that's what the wish one is all about, is yeah. controlling the ball, uh, controlling the game, um, making sure that uh, you, you wear down the defense. Uh, but you know what? I mean, you know, the coaches, you know, <laughs> coaches, <laughs> what he really wants to say, what Co- Co- Patrick really wants to say, is we're going to be the dog piss out of these guys <laughs> on Saturday. They can't I mean, say that, Tony. I know they can't say it, but – you look at Navy, you look at their defense, you look at their offense, you look at their whole team. They're, they, are, they, are not, they are not as physical as we are. They are not as talented as we are. They are not as fast as we are. And so, who's their quarterback? Who's their quarterback? <laughs> Troy likes doing role playing. Uh, Chandler, you be a member of the press, Patrick Mason. I'm going to be coach Tony Collins. And you asked me what I think about this matchup this week. Uh, yes, Patrick Mason with the Daily Reflector. Um, <laughs> who? Who are you? What do you think about the game this week? The Navy, they lost to Delaware. <laughs> who is Delaware? This is an Elon game. I didn't know Delaware had a team. <laughs> That's what you would be saying, Coach Collins. They lost to Delaware. Come on, man. <laughs> if they, We got to beat them if they lost to Delaware, right? Yeah, come on. Tony's pretty consistent over the years in what he wants his offensive game plan to be. He used to say give the ball to Coop back for a couple years. Yeah. Now it's give, give the ball to Coop. Now it's give the ball to Keaton. That's it. Uh, 13 carries on Saturday. 13 touches. That's not a lot, but when not he enough. gets – Not he, enough. He got 185 yards, he Tony. He needs 200. I mean, come on. Uh, Would have got more if they kept the starters in and if it was a regular game, but – 
13 for 185 and a touchdown. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> I was just looking at I was just looking at the stats from last year's game. Last year's 38 to 35 win over Navy. ECU was six for 14 on third down. But here's the catch: they were four for five on fourth down mm-hmm. on offense. How do you have Navy's numbers on that? By the way, I know Navy was five for eight on third down. I'll have to go back and look at because the, uh, we were talking with Kevin Monroe earlier. Navy is a team that. They're going to run and run, and you said you want to get them third and long. If it's third and eight, sometimes they'll still run and make it fourth and three, and they'll go for it on fourth yeah. down. Kevin said they've only punted three times this year. That's a heck of a stat. So they'll you you got to stop them four plays a lot, Tony. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a four down team because yeah. because of the wishbone, because of the offense that they run. But uh, if they can't beat Delaware, man, <laughs> come on! I knew you'd like that. <laughs> I knew you'd like to hear that. What you got, Chandler? Uh, what, what stat were you looking for? I'm sorry. Navy on fourth down. Just curious how many times they went for it. They did year. not go for it at all on fourth all down. All right, there you go. Great point by me. <laughs> uh, boy, this is a long story. Let's read it while Tony's here. Uh, Jay says, when I was 10, I met Tony at College Hill before the team left to play NC State, and Tony was the worst person I've ever... No, he didn't say that. <laughs> He was so off. <laughs> he said, "Kid, get out of my face." He said, "Kid, you're never going to make it in life. You're going to no. grow up to be a bum." <laughs> All right, no. Here's the real story. Uh, he said, "Last game of the season against State." He told me if I met him in the locker room after the game, he would give me his jersey. I did, but State has tourist jersey. Oh, all to hell that day. So he took you in the locker room. Tony took him in the locker room and got Theo Sutton to give him a jersey. Yeah. He said Coach Emery got one of Tony's tearaway jerseys he hadn't worn and gave it to Jay. Jay got the two-for-one special. He said my wife had that jersey on Saturday, and he bumped into Tony on the way to the game. Said took a picture with him. That's all. And he yeah. said, thanks, Tony, for being cool to a 10-year-old pirate. That's awesome, Tony. So you yeah. saw them Saturday. Yeah, I did. I saw them on Saturday. Got the old Going Tony into the game. Yep. So those jerseys, cool. I guess, would they rip easier than the ones oh, we got now? They're tearaway. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the famous uh, Earl Campbell clips where, like, he's just running with just shoulder pads. That's how we, that, that, that's how we were back then. We were we were moving, man. That's a bad look, though. When you got your jersey ripped, you're still out there running. Like, you like a bad dude, right? All right, uh, Shirley Rhodes. Let's give something away here on a uh, Thursday. How about that? Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Alright, 317-1250. What is in the booty bag today? How about a $15 gift card to AJ McMurphy's? Alright, AJ McMurphy's. Great place for sports trivia on Wednesdays. They got stuff going on every night of the week. Live music, a lot of fun, great food, great beverages. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Chandler Honeycutt, part of the winning team last night. He's fired up. Charlie, what caller are you looking for? 12. Caller 12, 317-1250. Back with more Tony Collins. We'll talk more Pirates. We'll talk NFL as well after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Congratulations to Steve Hill, who won the $15 gift card to A.J. McMurphy's. 
The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. They have daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Rock. AJ says live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. We got to talk in uh, hot dogs earlier in the show. We got some Warren's hot dogs coming here Saturday. Fired up for that. Uh, I think it was John Moody asked, what do you prefer on your hot dog? Let's go around the horn. Chandler. I like it all the way. What's all the way? Yeah. Mustard, ketchup, chili slaw, onions. Okay. That's pretty much all the way. Mm-hmm. Tony? Mustard, ketchup, and onions. Yeah. I'm going to go... I could go slaw, but I think I'd rather stop at slaw uh, and go mustard, ketchup, chili, onions. I could go without ketchup with my hot dog. But I, I could as well. Do you like hot chili or sweet chili? Or I don't like no chili at all. Oh, like yeah. You're dog. not a chili guy. <laughs> I like hot. Okay. I like a little spice. What do y'all like? Uh, mustard, ketchup, light on the chili, onions, and I prefer the mild chili. Yeah. I would, I would do no uh, ketchup and mustard and just do the chili and onions like you, but add cheese on it. Is there like, oh, cheese. Mm. Is there a Pittsburgh dog? Pittsburgh dog? Like uh, some like places a Chicago have dog. their own dog. Like a Chicago Is dog. There like a famous no, Pitt- Pittsburgh doesn't. They have sandwiches, but it's not like hot dogs. Now they do have, they do have a restaurant up there um, called Permanti Bros, and they do their specialty is like putting fries on the sandwiches. Right. Um, wow, what a breakthrough! I mean, a scientific yeah. breakthrough. <laughs> they uh, instead of calling it a Philly cheesesteak, they do call it a Pittsburgher up there. Okay, good to know. Tony uh, was a good guy back then. He's a good guy now. Gave his jersey to a kid. Uh, and Don is asking Tony if the Pirates win on Saturday, will you give Don your sling? Uh, see me in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have it one more week. <laughs> yeah, I got. All right, Don. So two more Pirate wins. You could be the proud owner. Have my sling, of Tony Sling. Man, I think. Hopefully, going. this isn't all tore all the pieces by the time he gets it to you. <laughs> A tearaway sling. Uh, yeah, that'd be that'd go for big bucks on eBay. Uh, Anthony Collins, authentic. Ah, uh, there you go. I get 50 cents for it. Tony, your uh, Patriots are in the win column. We won, baby. Mm. I was kind of surprised, but we won. Two bad football teams yeah, playing each Pittsburgh. other. Pittsburgh don't, don't look good. They got, uh, who's that quarterback they got? Trubisky. Ooh, yeah. Who's their quarterback? Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. So. Yeah. But we got, we got to go against the bad boy on Sunday, man. Lamar. Lamar Jackson. Coming off a loss. How about those wild Coming innings off a on crazy Sunday? Crazy loss. Yeah. They're up by 21 in the fourth quarter. Dolphins are real, though. Yeah. Dolphins are weird. Uh, Dolphins. I, I, you know what? Dolphins play the Bills. Yeah. They had a they have a good chance to beat the Bills. They're playing in Miami. I'm pretty sure. I yeah, think they're, in they're Miami. playing in Miami. And let's see if the Heat get, get, can get a, uh, get on the Bills and, and you know wear that defense down because that's the only thing that that they i think the bills have have over them is their defense uh we are in a survivor pool together myself lrb troy's kind of in it and uh <laughs> tony collins <laughs> uh by the way troy did apologize to lrb and i has he apologized to you yet about chicago okay? about chicago no, and he the, has not apologized and the awful things he said to us he, he has not apologized to me about that troy you owe tony an apology <laughs> um <laughs> I had the Bills. We are we have survived two weeks. We had the Packers Sunday night. 
I had the Bills as my top team this week, and I know it's a tough game, and I believe in the Dolphins, but it's just more about how awesome the Bills are. Nobody else had the Bills in their top three. So you think they are on upset watch on Sunday? It it, it could be, man. You know, the, the way things are going in, uh, in this year, the first couple of weeks, you yeah. just don't know what's going to happen. But And this is the toughest week by far to pick one, isn't Yeah, it, it is. A it, slim picking. And so, you know, I, I just think the, the Bills, are, they're, they're complete uh, offense, defense, special teams. I mean, they got everything going. The only thing, like I said, they, they got to go down to Miami. It's going to be hot. Um, if, if Miami can just stay in the game, it, it, don't get blown out, it, it could be interesting to watch in the fourth quarter. Man, when Hill and Waddle get going, that uh, that's a fun offense. Man, I tell you, they looked it really good in the fourth quarter uh, against uh, the Ravens uh, last week. Uh, our pick is the Eagles beating my commanders. And I they, the Eagles were my second pick out of three. I pick with my head, not my heart. I will. I, I said this, Tony. I said it to you. Division game, road game, Carson Wentz revenge game. There's some factors here. You could say commanders will come out after a loss and show up and win. But having said all that, the Eagles look like the real deal. And if Jalen Hurts is throwing the ball 30 yards downfield like he was Monday night, adding what he can already do on the ground, they are a legit contender in the NFC. And he's a legit top five quarterback in the NFC. Absolutely. I watched the game uh, Monday night and man, you know, you you see him throwing that ball and now he, he, he of course he can always run it and that was the thing, man. He's just just so fast. I mean, it, and it's just like, you know, Washington their defense No, nothing. <laughs> Not there. They just, I, I don't think they can keep up with, 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 with Philly this week, man. So I, I think that's going to be a I think that's going to be a cakewalk, to be, be totally honest with you. Even though they're playing in Washington, which is, uh, what, an hour, an hour from Philly. There's going to be way too much yeah, green yeah, in that it's stadium. Gonna, it's, gonna, it's, gonna, it's almost not like a, a away game. Uh, Washington last week, Tony, uh, was down 22 to nothing to the Lions, and Washington had not had a first down yet. Wow. I, that's about bottom of the barrel. I said a few things I regret on Twitter, but I'm not going to delete it. I'm standing by it. F. Ron Rivera and F. Carson Wentz. But I'll be back this weekend, guys. I'll still be rooting for you. But, God, that was uh, terrible. Speaking of terrible, Chandler, uh, Panthers and Saints. Yeah, I know. But I like our chances this week. Must win time. It's a division game, which you're putting into perspective for your matchup. Yeah. It's a division game. Jameis Wentz has never been good against Carolina, especially at Carolina, especially last year when the Saints came and played, coming off a big win against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. By the way, Packers bouncing back a lot like they did last year yeah. against the Bears on Sunday night. Um, I like the Panthers' chances, but man, this is uh, this offense is and D- Dan Orlovsky is actually on NFL Live right now on ESPN, just exposing our offense on how we <laughs> utilize Christian McCaffrey, saying that if if you see Christian McCaffrey a yard behind Baker Mayfield, it's going to be either a RPO mm. or run. If he's right beside. Uh, Baker Mayfield, it will be a pass. So, you know, the Panthers is just... It, and if we a, watch it close enough as fans, we might could see that, but I'm not thinking about that during a game. But, Tony, people are being paid hundreds and thousands of millions of dollars to, to see that stuff. And if it's picked out that easy, that is not a good thing. Not no. a good thing at all. So, uh, that, He's, and, it, and I quote, he said, it's unacceptable in the NFL. To be that... Uh, well, Peter, to be that predictable. Uh, intern was saying how predictable you guys were. Yeah. 
last week so maybe there's something to that not a good look for the head coach there uh bounce back week for minnesota how good do you think the lines are tony they lost by three week one to philly they put it on washington uh i'm on ross st brown has turned into a real deal weapon for them and of course swift in the backfield they they got some parts there still don't love jared golf don't really love their defense but aiden hutchinson had three sacks last week uh are they you know they play the vikings this week do they give the vikings a game I think they give them a game because, you know, they got to go up to Minnesota to play them. I mean, there's, they're right next door, not too far far, far away. But I'm going to take Minnesota this week. Just coming because, off a loss. Just because they're playing at home and coming off a loss, yeah. which I think a loss where they, they were kind of embarrassed on, on, on Monday night. Was it Monday night? Yeah. Monday uh, night. Yeah, Monday night. I think they were kind of embarrassed on Monday night because, you know, I, I, Philly just did what they wanted to, to against them. So I, I see them. I see Minnesota coming back this week because they're playing at home. But Detroit, now I'm going to tell you, Detroit's going to be a good football team. Ten weeks, week ten, you're going to see them winning winning a lot more games. Uh, 0-2 versus 0-2, two teams in the playoffs last year. Raiders at Titans. You go 0-3, that hole might be too big to climb out of. So this is a huge game on Sunday. Which one of these gets to 1-2? I can't see Titans winning, man. You know, I, I just – all they got is Henry. And yeah. If you stop Henry, they have no go-to receivers to go to. I mean, their their quarterback, what is it, Tannehill, Tannehill, whatever his name is. Let's call him Tannehill <laughs> until he does something. I'm a Tannehill man. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's not he's not an elite quarterback, nah. and, and he doesn't have anybody to throw to. Yeah, so lost AJ Brown. Yeah, they're 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 not. They they could they could. Uh, go 0 and 10 uh, for the mm. first 10 weeks. And I can't you, see them winning. You think the Raiders uh, win this one? Yeah, Raiders. Raiders should have won last week. They were beating Arizona 17 to nothing at halftime. Come on, man. And then they let Kyler Murray stand back there for 30 seconds. Was it the craziest? I thought, play. It was, I thought it was a minute. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how there was no like defensive holding or offensive holding on that play Incredible was unbelievable. Play, man. I was Incredible. like, there's definitely eight flags on this. Not nah, <laughs> no flags. Murray runs it in. It was. Just a wild game on a wild Sunday. Uh, let's see. Anything else? You asked me about a game, Tony. Packers at Bucks. Yeah. And, wow, it is a pick em, And that is due to Mike Evans out, Chris Godwin. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he's playing. Packers coming off a win. Packers pretty good. The Bucks are 2-0, and but haven't looked great, right? Right. Especially offensively. So, I'm up in the air here. I guess I would go... Brady at home, but I'm not confident about it. What do you think? I mean, that's the only that's the only thing I I would go with. I think they're I think uh, Tampa Bay's defense is a little bit better than than the Packers, uh, and Brady will find a way to win. They're going to have to run the ball, but I mean, you, you know, you got Aaron Jones with Green Bay too, so I think both teams are going to be running the ball a lot this week. But when you got Brady against Aaron Rodgers, you know they're they're going to be they're going to be dueling it out, but they don't have the receivers. Yeah, they well, don't have the receivers both that they used to. Yeah, both of them. They don't have the receivers that they had before. So I tell you what, every now and then Julio still looks like Julio, and they might need him to be that. Is he week. healthy? Yeah, good question. He's never really. He hadn't been healthy since he was at Alabama. I don't think. Um, I guess the, yeah, this stat is right. Uh, Leonard Fournette talking about running the ball, forty-five carries already through yeah. two weeks, uh, which is second most in the NFL, uh, one hundred ninety-two yards. So they've been grinding it uh, to this point. Uh, that's a good one coming up, 425 Fox. And then the night game Sunday night, you know who else looks bad? Who looks bad, Tony? The Broncos. Have you watched them? I've watched them. They I, are I tough have. to watch right now. 
And they got Wilson and they got, you know, Judy and Sutton, those talented receivers and Williams in the backfield. They should be scoring a lot more points. They are a home dog to the 49ers on Sunday night. And to be 49ers, I, I you know, you watched the 49ers first game against the Bears when they played in the monsoon. Uh, I, I watched them last week. I mean, you could see, you know, of course, the, they lost their quarterback, but Rapolo's in there. I mean, he's just like a starting quarterback yeah. in the league. So uh, I, I don't see them uh, missing a beat uh, with Grop. I think Grop is, is, is a, not an elite quarterback, but he's right there. He's close uh, to being that, that that elite quarterback. So I see 49ers uh, killing them this, we, we, this week. Killing them. Killing them, yeah. We see it all the time, and I don't know if it – can hold up for weeks and months but when that backup comes in and gives them a spark they score a touchdown everybody kind of rallies you right. saw that happen sunday Absolutely. when jimmy g went in uh are the giant are we going to be talking about the giants two months from now as a content they're two and oh but we'll be talking about them in week eight nine ten you think i don't think so uh, you know Saquon Barkley, thirty nine carries, two hundred thirty six yards this year. That's all they got, and that's it. Yeah, I mean that's really all they got. If if you can just like with Tennessee, you, if you can stop the run, then you gotta have to. Who's their quarterback? Daniel Jones. <laughs> Daniel Jones. Yeah. This is second year, right? Second or third year in the league. Yeah, something like that. It's about like put up or shut up yeah, time for him. Yeah. So I, I just don't. I just can't. I mean, and Dallas, of course, you know they they lost their quarterback, but I you know I, I just think Dallas's defense. It's gonna be a low scoring game uh you know i think i don't know what the over under is but there, there won't be over 30 points scored in the game all right uh some call him ryan Tannehill. tony calls him ryan Tannehill. <laughs> uh chad calls him he's a titans fan he okay. said you guys leave tenant thrill alone <laughs> one of the most undeserved nicknames of all time <laughs> what is thrilling about ryan Tannehill? <laughs> not a damn ham thing <laughs> sorry chad Get a win and come back and talk oh to us. Oh, my God. I don't talk to people who haven't won a game yet, except Chandler, because yeah. he's he's my pal. Tennessee, and you have to talk Tennessee to him. Might not, <laughs> Tennessee might not win a game this year. Oh, relax, Tony. Don't say that. <laughs> We're going to get hate mail from Chad. All right, let's get our last break in. We'll come back, wrap it up, get Tony. Um, by the way, Tony might have altered his prediction from earlier now that I told him about the new blocking rules. So we might have an update on his official ECU Navy prediction when we return. More to go. Pirate Radio Live back after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was a down day for the stock market. The Dow was down 170 points, finished at 30,076. The NASDAQ was down 153 at 11,076. And the S&P was down 31 points, closed out the day at 3,757. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back to the show. Here's Clip. All right. uh, Conditions have deteriorated. It is a downpour. Picked the wrong day to wear flip-flops. It was fine or like 10 minutes ago. And we're talking about, uh, I guess, fall officially begins at 9.40 tonight. 
and i was like man is this is the sun already setting earlier and but no it was just because clouds well, are all over the place and you said that the last day of summer ends at what time tonight it's like nine forty, i believe okay so how about this a cold front is moving through which means your high is only going to be 71 tomorrow low tomorrow night 46 degrees get out of here man i'm gonna have to wear pants and 46? i'm not happy about this hey fat guys love hoodie season and i i got my hoodies lined wait, wait, up but ready you to wear, go but you wear shorts year round oh my short my legs will be exposed but i'll be wearing a hoodie up top all all winter long can't wait uh tony score for saturday east carolina navy what you got east carolina navy since they cut out the cut blocking <laughs> uh give me 42 to 10 all right, so what'd you do? Bump Navy down? Yeah, a few points? yeah, I'll give them. Yeah, I got. Yeah, it, took it, away it, one it, of their it, touchdowns. It could, well, I take I take this back. Forty nine to ten. All right, back to back week. Same score as last week. Back to back week. That's what it was. Let's yeah. do it we'll again. Do it again. Tony, I uh, enjoyed it, man. Good to see Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Have fun at the game. I will. We'll see. Uh, I can't wait to hear the report if you stay the whole time. <laughs> if I Troy won't. leaves you, you're already calling your shot. You're out in the third quarter. <laughs> yeah, we'll because we're going to be up by 40-some points. There so, you uh, go. Yeah, Sounds good. On. All right. Uh, Tony Collins joining us today. Shirley, CJ, Chan Man, enjoyed it. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you Friday 3 on Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.